0: To episode twenty-three of the Ten Count Wrestling Podcast, we're coming up on a year. Wow! If you can believe that, we made it. It is I, the man who got expelled from the old school, back at you once again with my broadcast partner, the tenth wonder of the world, stremy How you doing, my friend?
1: We're doing great. We've made it through January, which is the dumbest month of the year, in my opinion, besides the Royal Rumble and football playoffs. Cold. It's thirteen degrees out. But we made it. Yeah, January kind of sucks. January's the worst. It really yeah. is.
0: But we're on the road. We are officially on the oh, road. Yeah. the sign? To WrestleMania. Everybody point. Point
1: at the sign. Turn okay. around and
0: point. WrestleMania.
1: I'm pointing at your family portrait from 1988, I would guess.
0: Um, let's oh. see. Uh, Michael was born in 89, so oh. that's got to be 90, Okay, I'd say. close. My platinum locks.
1: Nice. Well, my we're...
0: Bobby the Brain Heenan sport it's, coat. Yeah looking sharp Woo! we are back and yet we're pointing at signs because this week we're coming at you with the top 10 um embarrass not embarrassing but uh tropes nonsensical things basically the top 10 things that in this wonderful world this sport that we call professional wrestling that we all know the score the top 10 things that make it i basically like to say top 10 things that make it Hard to defend, not hard to defend, but hard to suspend your disbelief. Right. Like, okay, we're gonna we're gonna all agree that even though we know it's staged, right. like they're really beating each other up, they're really trying to win. We don't know who's gonna win, but right. these ten things, it's like, come on, man! Yeah, almost top ten things that insult your intelligence about pro wrestling.
1: Right? How did uh, the God of Hellfire put it? I think he said the top ten innocuous, least believable things. Yeah. So.
0: Nonsensical tropes, as I put it on my list. It'll it's, make sense when we start. Yeah, when we start talking about it, it will make a whole. Hopefully, it'll make sense. <laughs> but before we get to that, like I said, we're on the road to WrestleMania, and the on-ramp on the road to WrestleMania, of course, is the Royal Rumble, the Royal on-ramp. It was this past Sunday. Mixed mm. mixed feelings about the show. Yeah. You know, the the pre-show saw three matches. Um, glorious gable as i'm calling them defeated scott dawson and razar um the stipulation for that match was if dawson and razar win both of their respective tag teams would get a future tag title shot um but no glorious gable won in six minutes and 55 seconds which i thought was a pretty terrible match
1: yeah so i had this like you i had a royal rumble party so we're getting ready and stuff like that we had it on the background it didn't seem like i can't believe how quickly it was over so i can't imagine it was that great
0: yeah no good at all Um, Shinsuke Nakamura defeated Rusev to win the United States Championship for two days in 10 minutes and 15 seconds. (laughs) Not a bad match. Um, what they did on Tuesday, having Nakamura in a very dusty, weird finish, Mm -hmm. lose the title to our truth of all people. Right. Only to lead to a heel turn. Um, Mm -hmm. Rusev and Nakamura have now joined forces in some way, shape, or form. Um, Yeah. I don't know if that's going to be a long-term tag team, but I guess that's how they're going to get rid of Rusev Day by having them uh, having yeah, them pair up.
1: I don't. I get why Truth is involved by having a spot stolen, which we'll get to. But I, I don't know. It's kind of a weird um, hot potato for for a pretty prestigious title.
0: Yeah, that's a very that's a great way of putting it. You know, they they're hot potatoing the second most important championship on SmackDown. Yeah. And I do not like when they hot potato titles. Yeah. Um, something that might have been the match of the whole night. Mm-hmm. Buddy Murphy defeated Akira Tozawa, the soon-to-be-released or recently had his release granted Hideo Itami, mm-hmm. and Kalisto in a fatal four-way match to retain the Cruiserweight title in 12 minutes and 5 seconds. I loved this match.
1: Yeah, I, I saw a few high spots as I was, you know, uh, running around, but Um, so I, I didn't give her a proper watching, but it doesn't surprise me. The cruiserweights always put on a good show, you know, on these, on the pay-per-views when it's just about the action, um, you know, they can, they can work. Um, the emoting and things like that is different, but they certainly put on an entertaining show.
0: For sure. Um, then we get the main show. No surprise to anybody. Oscar retained over Becky Lynch by submission in 17 minutes and 10 seconds. Wasn't super impressed by this match. I don't I don't think these two mesh well that that well together.
1: Yeah, and I, I don't know if I look at the results of this card overall. Like I'm okay with who won and how they placed everything. I didn't love the card itself very much. And we'll talk about each individual match. But I thought they had some good um, sort of desperation things, some headbutts in there, and you know they were working pretty pretty stiff with each other. But I agree, it's you know. The timing was just okay in it.
0: Yeah. Um, In the worst match of the night, (laughs) Shane McMahon and The Miz defeated The Bar bar. in 13 minutes and 20 seconds to win the SmackDown Tag Team titles. So much for Vince taking tag team wrestling seriously, as was rumored by FDM uh, a week or so ago.
1: Right. So I'm going to go against what I just said, but I actually... I enjoyed this match, but not so much the outcome of it. I thought the high spots were fun, with the super long, giant swing that Cesaro did to Shane. Shane doing the shooting star press was a little scary, but he, he hit it. So, he hit it. Yeah, um, it was a fun match. I thought um, the crowd at my place liked it because Shane is funny. Like I don't care. I mean, the the real critics are like, "What is he doing in there? He's going to kill himself." And I get that, but. Um, he does pop the, the average crowd, I would say.
0: That's fair. Um, I mean, we'll, and we'll see ultimately where it goes. Will it lead to them splitting up? Yeah. and Somebody get, I mean, the New Day are the number one contenders, which I'm not, I refuse to go down that path on the show again. <laughs> <laughs> but we'll see where the story goes.
1: It's not so much a New Day, is it? I'm sorry, not it's the New normal. Day, the
0: Usos. The Usos, okay. But still.
1: I Right. Same thing.
0: Same answer, different tag team. Right. I refuse. when When you have sanity and... Yeah. Uh, The club out there, but I digress for now. And Heavy Machinery, which I I enjoy them. Um, Raw Women's Championship, Ronda Rousey, in no surprise at all, defeated Sasha Banks to retain the title in 13 minutes and 55 seconds. I thought this was a damn good match.
1: Yeah, yeah. Um, And they're letting Ronda get some time in. You know, 13 minutes is a decent uh, match for a pay-per-view of that caliber. Um, But... I thought they worked well, but there was no. Uh, this was the most predictable match of the night, I thought.
0: Yeah. Oh, of course. Um, I mean, it. The rumble. Unfortunately, sometimes the rumble has its predictability yeah, issues, right. and when it's so fucking clear <laughs> that they're going with Ronda versus Becky, right? You know, and, and, and I know they have to have the match for, you know, let's be, you know this this episode is you know i didn't put unpredictability on the um i didn't put predictability on my list but it is almost the top 10 things that right, are right. not predictable type you know right right we have to have the match so we have the match but right you know and that leads me to the women's royal rumble mm-hmm. becky lynch won in a 1 hour and 12 minutes last eliminating charlotte um I'm not going to go over all the entrance, but real quickly, the surprise entrance, quote unquote, Maria Canellis had some time. Uh, the lovely Lacey Evans, the lady. Um, she, um... Thank you for your service, thank by you the for way. your
1: service, Lacey. And by the way, they gave her the primo spot. Number one, she gets the mic. So yep. I thought that was a nice showcase for Lacey. A
0: good way, uh, almost a ladies and gentlemen, my name is Paul Heyman. Right. As, you know, this is right. who I am, you know.
1: And... I, I love her gimmick. It's I, great. I just, I am looking forward to seeing more Lacey Evans.
0: Legit Marine, by the way. So thank you for your service. <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: uh, Nikki Cross wanted to play. Yep. Um, those two weren't so much surprise entrance, but they're not officially on Raw or SmackDown yet, so I threw them in there.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, Ziya Lee. Yeah. Kari Zane, the the pirate.
1: Yep.
0: Candice Lerae, who I'm such a fan. I'm such a huge fan of Candice Lorray and the fact that she's finally made it just warms yeah. my indie yeah. heart. That yeah. it, you know that she got a spot. Casey Catanzaro.
1: yeah, um,
0: no, good for you. You were on American Ninja Warrior.
1: Yeah, she's um, compelling in that way. But she is like, you talk about size. Like she is a peanut. She's my way too
0: small. Jerry, Jerry, the God of Hellfire, who will hopefully be joining us later on the program. You know, his big gripe with Nikki Cross is she's she's too small.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Casey Catanzaro is... Did he
1: watch the Rumble? Did he see Casey He did. Over? Okay.
0: But we didn't get into the how small she was aspect of it. Yeah. Um, and that I was, will get to the, the larger problem with Casey, right. um, Naomi, mm-hmm. and a member of the New Day oh. in a little bit. I've got an overarching problem with all three of them. Okay. Um, I mean, I can get to it now. I'm sick of the whole fucking Kofi spot. Like... Yeah. I'm sick of it. Okay. Like every year we have to put him in the rumble and yeah. prepare for his his spot and right. you know that's that's part of what will play into this week's whole episode of you know right. the shit that's too right. choreographed. It's like why doesn't somebody just get out there and just knock him over? Which I'm glad that's how what happened to Naomi in the rumble. Right. Um Ioshiari right. and Rhea Ripley, also from NXT, were in the rumble. So nine nine out of the 30 spots were um, surprises. Yep.
1: Yeah, I thought that was great because last year they, they sort of brought back all the retreads, which was fine. It was cool to see them all, but I was worried that's how they were going to try to fill it. And I was really, most of these women that you just mentioned, I I was impressed with. I thought they, they held their own. Yeah.
0: Um, I thought the first half of the Women's Rumble sucked. Yeah. Up until, well, almost the first half, up until Charlotte got... In at number 13, yeah. um, they really didn't know what they were doing. Casey, by the way, is 29 years old from Jersey, and she's five feet tall.
1: Yeah, she's a little bit of a thing. She's a
0: little... Th- As the Rose would say, she's an itty-bitty yeah. thing, baby.
1: So, so here's what I'll say about the Women's Rumble, because it all ties in together. There's a couple things. Um, one, I thought the overall card was too long. It's one of the reasons I love the Rumble, is because it's usually shorter WrestleMania goes crazy. Yeah. Last year was 405 or something like that. This year was just under 5 hours.
0: Right. Did you see the stats on their entrances for the no. Women's Rumble?
1: The, on, on the uh, how long it took them to get in cuz they all came out and paused. Then towards the end of this match, after number 30 comes out, um which was Carmella the match goes on. F-A-B-U-L-O-U-S. Yes, who I wanted to win, but I knew she wouldn't. Been great. The match goes on an extra 15 minutes after the last entrant. And it's getting close. It's, it's at this time of the night where people who don't watch it all the time, people who drove from wherever, are realizing, holy shit, there's still two more title matches and the Men's Rumble match. Right. And it's almost 10 o'clock. And, like... People have lives, and people aren't huge fans, so they start being, like, they're, they're getting impatient, right? And then this, this match keeps going on and on and on. I mean, people so, start getting
0: punch drunk.
1: Right. Almost. Right. And they're like, all right, you know, they want to see the men's rumble, but they also want to go to, go to bed at a reasonable hour, especially if you're not a crazy fan like, like you or I. Right. So, um, it all ties in. I'll talk about that more, but... Um, the result, of course, we're, we're fine with. We was pretty predictable, I thought. It was either going to be Charlotte or Becky. Yep. Um, I thought there was some good uh, debuts. I thought there was some good high spots in it. Like you said, the first half of the Rumble filled up really... Like, the ring was pretty fill, filled up.
0: I just looked at a different stat. At two separate points in the match, there was ten women in the ring.
1: Hmm. That's a lot. I think... That, I think um, I actually kept track of that as a side thing in my Rumble uh, men's thing. I think it was, I want to say it was like 13 was the highest ever for the men's Rumble. It's it's somewhere like 12, 13, or 14. So that's a lot of people in the ring.
0: Yeah, one thing that I like, um, going back to your point about the the actual roster of it, I, I think last year they had to have the old school women in the Rumble because yeah. they earned it. Like, mm-hmm. you know, it's the first ever women's Rumble these women, who are still in great shape, they were part of this. Right. So they earned it. Yep. Now it's year two. Only the people that we're going with moving forward are going to be in this rumble.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, to, the, to the point I was making about the, um, the time, so um, Lacey came in at number one. Natty was number two. Um, they said every 90 seconds, mm-hmm. I'll go through this as fast as possible. So there's 28 buzzers afterwards. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Minute 32, minute 52, minute 46, minute 56, minute 56, minute 45. um, Two minutes and 14 seconds. That was the Peyton Royce buzzer. Tamina, 139, 232, 145, 141, 220, 215, 150, 225, 146, 238, 143, 152, 202, 138, 147, 223, 254, 2.08, 2.08, uh, the 2.54 was Alexa Bliss. 2.08, 138, 2.13, 2.07. Only yeah. five fell within the 90-second mark. Um, yeah,
1: I didn't realize that there was that much leeway yeah. in it. I knew that they played around with it for sure, that poetic license, but right. wow. Like no, some mean, of those are doubled.
0: Some of this made sense because they had to get all their shit in, like right. Casey doing her right. her Kofi spot, Naomi doing her Kofi spot. Right. Um, you know, Nikki uh Peyton Royce coming out no I'm sorry, the other one. Billy yeah, Kay coming yeah. out and saying, I'm not going out until Peyton comes out <laughs> and waiting. Like so they had to play they had to play around with it a little bit. But to that end, like it was way too long.
1: Yeah.
0: Um yeah, Becky replaced Leonard twenty eight, which Yeah. We all saw coming. I think it was smart that they set it up earlier in the night mm-hmm. by having Lana get hurt during right. the mat, the kickoff show. Right. Um, Here's what I don't
1: like, though, not to interrupt you. No, no, go. Becky losing clean in the first match of the night, and it all ties in to the whole show, to Asuka. Which, you know, that's fine if they want to keep the title on Asuka. I get what they're setting up. But Becky loses clean to Asuka. Right. Becky... Eliminates Naya Jax. Right. And put a pin in that because you we're you know we're gonna talk about her yep. in a bit. It all is tied in with each other. So anyway.
0: Yeah. Um, yes. tie, so I'm just I'm looking at different stats mm. because the overar- the I mean the overarching thoughts on the rumble I think it got better as it went yep. on. That that match itself. Um Natty entered at number two, lasted the longest at 56 minutes and one second. The lovely Liv Morgan entered at number four, lasted the shortest at eight seconds. Poor Liv and her blue tongue. Charlotte had the most eliminations at four. Um, One thing that I thought they fucked up with that could have been a whole lot better was, so if we move on to SmackDown for a moment, that, after this, I don't have anything else to say about that match in particular. But mm-hmm. I think it all, like you said, all pins together. Um, the SmackDown, SmackDown. There wasn't a whiff of Oscar, was there? I don't remember seeing Oscar at all on Tuesday night. Uh, I don't think so. Right? Yeah. I mean, I I watched SmackDown from tip to taint, yeah. as I like to say. <laughs> I don't remember seeing Oscar. I remember seeing. Um. Charlotte and uh-huh. Becky and Charlotte and Becky and Mandy and my, my pal Sonya, uh-huh. Who I think is the best. She's yeah. fucking awesome. Yeah. Um, and not to go on a side tangent, but she's LGBT and she's yeah. a badass and she's a great role model and I wish they would push her to the moon mm-hmm. because she's fucking great. Yep. Um, but here's my overarching point to all that. Becky comes up. After talking about, week after week, Charlotte screwed me out of this and screwed me out of that.
1: Yeah.
0: Becky should, Charlotte should have come down and said, this is bullshit. Right. Becky wasn't in the rumble.
1: Right.
0: The referees eliminated Lana because she was hurt. Yeah. The referees should have eliminated Becky because she was hurt. And who the hell is Fit Finley to put her into the goddamn rumble?
1: Yep. Remember this? I
0: wish they would do that with Charlotte for this.
1: <laughs> I just held up a conspiracy victim uh, piece of paper over my head like when Dean Malenko was not officially in the Battle Royal but took the place of Cyclope And, you know, Jericho went all the way to Washington, D.C. to protest it and try to find the section on WCW title belts saying he was not in the match. But I think, yeah, to your point, I mean, she ends up Basically being number 31, because the two entrants come out after Lana. Right. Lana doesn't make it to the ring. And in the past, if you didn't make it to the ring by the time somebody's number came out, you were out of the rumble. Right. And I, I do think that may be an ultimate angle for the triple threat or whatever direction they're going to go in. But I, I agree. And then <laughs> all of a sudden, Finley gets to decide who goes into the rumble. Right. And
0: I'm, it's Finley. <laughs>
1: And I love to fight. Don't get me wrong, I love Finley. Oh, me too. But uh, he's just like, sure, go in, you know.
0: I'm trying to find the Chris Jericho conspiracy victim, like what rule he cited, because it was some of the funniest shit ever. Yeah,
1: he was great. And, and... It's a conspiracy, <laughs> McMahon. <laughs> if, if you remember, he walks right up to the gate of the White House, and he says, excuse me, sir, I'm America's role model, I need to talk to the president. <laughs> and the, the security guy goes, you've got to get out of here right now. And right, and Jericho runs off like a chicken shit. So, I think um, they should just wrestling steals from itself all the time. She could do something similar like that, and I think it would be great. Becky was not an official entrant.
0: I think it would have it would have worked better if it were somebody other than Charlotte, mm-hmm. like. You know, yeah, what she I'm, doesn't have a
1: leg to stand on. She's got a hundred chances, you know. But
0: no not even that. Because I love the idea, mm-hmm. but I think that works better with uh an Alexa Bliss. Yeah. Like Charlotte. we've never seen like a complaining side to Charlotte. Yeah. Like that would have worked better with an Alexa. I'm trying to think Carmella. of some- Carmella. Carmella would have been perfect, you know, somebody who has that in them. Yeah. Like, Charlotte's just like, and I'm better than everybody type right, of person. Right, right, right. But, I mean, I love the idea A Sasha could even... Yeah. This woman wasn't in the rumble. <laughs> but, I digress. We've, we've talked about the women's rumble for way too long. <laughs>
1: Longer um, than the match itself. Daniel
0: Bryan retained over AJ Styles in 24:35 with the help of Rowan. Some people were pissed by the finish. I think Rowan, while this is like his ninth gimmick in have apparently broken up the Bludgeon Brothers right um I think this is perfect for a guy like him right it's almost like Wyatt Family 3.6 yeah I think when Harper comes back Harper should also join up with him yeah
1: it makes sense and they
0: could be like the, the earth first crew right um
1: I I think that's smart um there's a couple things about this match that tie into two parts of my list okay that I'll, I'll bring up when when we get there. So, needless to say, I didn't really like the match that much. because I, didn't, I think
0: it was the worst one they've had.
1: Yeah, and it was... Um, actually, it ties into three on my list. Oh, shit.
0: Then let's and, not say any more. Because <laughs> I don't want to blow up your list before we but, get to the list. But th- yeah,
1: and the last part I'll say about it, because has nothing to do with the list, I think they were in a tough spot, position-wise, on the card. The women's rumble went on forever. People were ready to see the men's rumble. Like... Right. People are realizing, like, holy shit. And then for them to go almost 25 minutes, that didn't help the cause. I will say that the crowd I was watching was like, they were not enjoying the match. They wanted it to end.
0: Right. Here's what they should have done because I understand that you have to have Becky lose to Asuka mm-hmm. first. Open the show with this match. Yep. Open the show with this match. Then, yep. then do the stupid Shane match. Yep. Then have Becky lose. Yeah. Then do the Ronda match. Then do... I can't do three women's matches in a row. Okay, so open with Becky versus Asuka. Then do this match. Uh You know, shuffle around a little bit. Um, Right. Yeah.
1: The crowd would be hot for, for a championship match right off the bat. They, you know. Right, and they have the flexibility to do that with the rumble because yeah. the rumble. Matches you can't themselves.
0: open with the men's rumble two years in a row though. That should that should have been last, and I'm glad it was. Right, right. I do, however, love Earth First Daniel Bryan and his yes. hemp based <laughs> WWE <laughs> Championship. Yeah. Jerry hates it, but I'm like, you're supposed to hate it. It's so good, and right. it's never been done before.
1: Right, I think it's. I love this whole gimmick. I like, love him cutting the promo. On the burger with like the chicken nuggets on top of that it. Did you see that? Great. It, um, this is Daniel Bryan. I'm so glad they turned him heel again because I remember. It reminds me of the whole no, no with Kane. Right. He's he's a great heel. He's better as a heel, I think. He's
0: really good as a heel. And the thing that makes you know, we always talk about like they keep doing the same shit over and over again. Have they ever had a main event feud where the where the guy was like? You're all killing the planet, and I
1: hate you all. No.
0: No! <laughs> it's awesome. This has never happened before. It's
1: fucking great. Yeah, he can, like, claim to have a legitimate hate for every person in the crowd because they're right. driving around fossil fuels and eating concession stand items. And,
0: and he's a shoot vegan, so, like, yeah. it's not outside of the realm of reality.
1: Yeah, it's um, it's working, and I, I love it.
0: Um, finally, we got the... Uh... Well, not finally, but almost finally. We got the Universal Championship match. I mean, I thought they made Finn look really strong, which yeah. I liked, but there was no way Brock was losing, so I've got nothing good to say about this match.
1: You know, for a second, I thought I was going to get swerved, and uh, so I really liked this match. It was a quick, what, 10-minute match? And...
0: Eight minutes and 40 seconds. Yeah,
1: and it. it I thought early on, like, Finn jumped him, which was really smart. And if for a second I thought it might be like a quick win because like they were running short on time, and just like Brock has had losses like that and wins like that, so um, I, think I enjoyed it. Was, it. I love the storyline with the diverticulitis yeah. irritation. Like I thought it was, pretty which well done. that will
0: play into part of my list as well today. Yeah. Okay. Um, it's one of my early ones, so I'll get to it quick. Gotcha. Um, one thing I didn't like, and I think, I think I'm clouded by the fact that the predictability of, yeah, Brock, but, but Brock's not going to lose. Like, you know, like, it's like, oh, 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 yeah. no, no, yeah. he's not going to, he's not going to give that to, to us. Right. And when I say us, I mean you, me, PETA, um, the internet fans that are like, give us yeah. Balor versus the yeah. guy who wins the Rumble at WrestleMania. That'd be fucking great, but no.
1: He yeah, wasn't going to give that to us. Maybe it give could us because, the revival. Yeah,
0: no, you can't have
1: them, right? And maybe it was because um, he he got went out of his way to sort of step on Finn Balor a couple times, like he himself. Vince has been out there right. in the ring, so I thought maybe maybe they're uh, which
0: if they're putting that on TV, it's only going to help Finn,
1: right, in the long run, right? So maybe I don't know, maybe even at WrestleMania, but I think that they. When I've seen this in the past, typically they have pretty big plans for somebody. So
0: that's a very good point. Maybe, maybe by the time WrestleMania rolls around, we'll be talking about Intercontinental Champion Finn Balor and Raw Tag Team Champions The Revival. Yeah, maybe I'm, just maybe. I,
1: I want Finn um, going for the big belt though.
0: I do too, but it's just too many. If they're not, if they're gonna go with the guy that won the Rumble,
1: mm-hmm.
0: which I have no problem with. I love him. Right. Um. I love the idea of Finn as Lashley's well, great as the IC champ. Yeah, I think it's, it, that's a good spot for him. Mm-hmm. But I love the idea of Finn carrying because yeah. when I think of Finn as the Intercontinental Champion, I think of Sean as the Intercontinental Champion. I think of Jericho, Eddie, the guy we can't talk about. Yeah. Um <laughs> you know, I think of that, and we're gonna rise. We're gonna we're gonna build him up. Yeah. And get him to the world title. Maybe WrestleMania 36 will be Finn Balor defending the Universal Championship against Kevin Owens or something like that.
1: That'd be but nice. I would love it. i take it.
0: Men's Rumble. 57 minutes and 35 seconds. The Architect, Seth Rollins, won by eliminating Braun Strowman with a spot we've kind of seen a couple times. I mean, they yeah. changed it up a little bit. Um I wasn't mad at it. I mean, I had my picks other than him to win. Um, One of them was in the Final Four. Mm -hmm. I'm making a believer out of Pete, and I think I've almost got U-turned with Andrade. Yep. Motherfucker's going to be a star.
1: Yep. That was a a nice um, highlight for him, showcase for him. Um, Yeah. Again, if you look at it on paper, Braun and... Rollins being the final two makes total sense. Right? Right. They were probably the top two picks. If you knew Braun was going to be in it, because remember he was not going to be in, and Cena was going to be in. And right. All that stuff. So, but big butt. Big butt. Number thirty. I didn't like this match that much. Mm. Number thirty had a big butt. Number thirty had a huge butt. But even even bigger picture, right? <clears throat> One of the great parts about the Rumble is the. The entrance ramp and the big Titantron, and you can see, like the the thing flashes. It sucked
0: aesthetically. They, I don't like, disagree with that at yeah.
1: all. Yeah, and like the the ramp had a turn in it.
0: Oh, that was <laughs> the dugout. They came out of the dugout. Kidding.
1: kidding, I didn't realize because they were
0: Chase Field, so they came up the stairs out oh, of the that's dugout so funny. to get to the ring. hmm that's what. That's how the entrance was created. And right. I thought that was kind of cool.
1: That's kind of cool, but I had no idea that was the case. Yeah, and I
0: think that turned the corner. I was joking that they were rounding first all night.
1: That's so funny. Yeah. Man. That's kind of cool trivia, and it's it's funny in a way, but it, it did make you lose out on, like, they can't show that shot of, like, somebody's name out. flashing. They
0: did it for a couple of them, yeah. like the surprise guys, and I have all five of them written down. Yeah, But I agree. It's like, who's coming out? And if you don't recognize their music right
1: away, right. like, who the fuck is this? Right. Right. Exactly. So, let's let's go through the surprise entrance, because this, to me, really kind of fell apart in the last third of the match, in terms of what I really didn't like.
0: Five surprises. Um, the first surprise was number two. J-E-double-F. Yep. <laughs> Ha-ha. <laughs> J-A-double-R-E-double-T.
1: That was awesome. I
0: got super excited when Jeff came out. Yeah. Um, Tie it to my stats. Elias was number one. Um... And Mr. Wrestling, Johnny Gargano, was in there, the current, the new NXT North American Heavyweight Champion, which leads me to a piece of trivia. Uh. The 2019 Royal Rumble was the first time in history, man and wife, both competed in the Royal Rumble on the same day. Oh, yeah. Um, It actually happened twice. My brain just remembered another one that happened the same night. Zelina Vega Mm -hmm. was in the Women's Royal Rumble, and her husband... Alistair Black was a surprise in the Royal Rumble. Interesting. Uh, Oh, you know what? No, my whole trivia Mm. just fell apart because Lana and Rusev were in the Rumble last year. Never mind, (laughs) but I thought I was giving you fun facts. Um, Pete Dunne was in the Royal Rumble. Mm -hmm. That made me really happy. Mm -hmm. I love Pete Dunne. He's been the NXT UK champion, or actually the WWE UK champion, Mm -hmm. whatever they're calling it now. Um, for about 630 days at this point, yeah, yeah. dude's on fire.
1: Yeah, he's a funny. Um, I had never seen him, at least not remembering. So I gotta, I gotta
0: it's... sit you down and make you watch yeah. some NXT. Yeah. I know you're gonna watch ha- uh, half. I almost called it hardcore halftime. half-time. <laughs> I know you'll watch <laughs> halftime heat yep. to see the velveteen dream. Yeah,
1: D R E A M Yeah, man, I would have loved to see him in the rumble because that been just great. on the clips I've seen of him. And Then there
0: was a fifth surprise.
1: Number 30, our
0: truth got beat up and replaced by, I'm not like most of Right. I liked it for one reason. And one reason only. Mm-hmm. It was better than the alternative. And I don't mean our truth The surprise I had been hearing all day that a friend of the show, Todd, gave me, Dwayne finished filming in Hawaii the night before, or the okay. day before. Wow. So rumors were running rampant that Dwayne was going to be in the Royal Rumble. Wow. And I would not have watched WrestleMania <laughs> if it was Dwayne versus Brock. Right. But... I would have ended the podcast. I would have been done. <laughs> fuck Dwayne to Johnson. But say, I,
1: I know you don't like The Rock, but... Or Dwayne, as we, we should call him. Dwayne. The, you have to admit, the... The pop, the McMahon on the street would have reacted much more positively. And it didn't even have to be The Rock. I, I look at it as an opportunity cost, to use an economic term. There was rumors about Batista, Kenny Omega, all these giant names. Like, right. And, to ha- and you knew Truth wasn't going to be number 30, or you had a good suspicion about it. Right. Or we'd get a surprise somewhere in that 25 to 29 range which the surprise, I'm using quote marks, was Dolph Ziggler. Like, because he gave some random interview to the guy and said he's not going to be at the Royal Rumble. Right. Um, and we'll get into the last four or five guys that came out. But... Um, Nia Jax... Not compelling enough to win the women's match. Not compelling enough to even be one of the top five stars, I would say, in the women's division. I get that she's big and she um, she's tough but whatever she's on the she's where she is on the women's card because of she's not that compelling right of all the people that I was expecting hell throw I don't even really like abyss that much abyss would have been better.
0: so I don't know
1: I I thought it was stupid and I also what I don't like about it is this gray area of women. So I actually did like her taking all the finishers. That was pretty entertaining. Fucking hilarious. <laughs> it's funny. But, like, do they really want to flirt with this gray area of women and men beating on each other?
0: It's only a matter of time before. I'm trying to think of who the scummiest wrestler that could do this would be. It's only a matter of time before someone like Jinder Mahal declares himself the intergen- intergender yeah. champion of <laughs> WWE.
1: Matt, my cousin Matt also always brings up transgender. I think that's going to be his gimmick eventually, which would be kind of funny.
0: Transgender? (laughs) Yeah. Oh my God, I love that. Transgender Mahal.
1: Yeah. So, I don't know. It's just a weird territory to get into. I have a
0: comment for that off the air. (laughs) We'll see. Because I don't want to get death threats, but I... Oh man, that makes... Oh. Right. I have so many feelings about that.
1: Right. Um, So... It, yeah, if you go back to... Here's how it all ties together, because I, I don't know. This just really pissed me off when I saw her, her come out, number 30. Back to what I said earlier. Becky loses to Asuka clean. Right. Becky eliminates Nia Jax in the Rumble. Right. With some help, but it was she gets credit for the elimination. Uh, Nia Jax comes in and tosses... Um, oh my goodness, I'm going to forget his name. Mustafa Ali... Mustafa Ali had eliminated three or four like big names. He had a good rumble.
0: Mustafa Ali eliminated Shinsuke Nakamura. Yeah. And Mustafa Ali eliminated Samoa Joe, which was predictable.
1: Right. Right. But still, I mean, that's pretty... Those are two... I mean, Shinsuke won last year. Samoa Joe was a favorite, I think. So, not... I mean, I know you can't do that deductive reasoning going back. Well, he beat him, so she beat him, and, you know. Right. But... Like, there's no, did the, did the continuity, um, like, was that lost on the writers or what?
0: So, I get what you're saying, but I actually think it makes sense. Mm-hmm. And I'll tell you why. Becky took somebody's spot, came in, and eliminated Naya. So, you know what Naya said? You know what? I'm going to steal somebody's spot from the men's rumble, and I'm going to go get mine, since Becky took mine. I'm going to go take a, it from somebody else. So I actually think it makes sense. Now, did they yeah. give us any of that storytelling? They're like, nope. Dip, 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 Montelio, next thing. So right. they, they didn't do it, but like, they could have. Yeah. They could have been like, you know what? I came out and I, they should have, again, I, they, they shouldn't have done this, but they should have done this. They should have had Naya win the goddamn thing and been <laughs> like, Becky took my spot. So I went out there and I got mine. Right. And I won, and I'm going to wrestle Ronda Rousey, because they only say the winner gets to choose which title they're going to fight for.
1: Yeah. So
0: I'm going to wrestle Becky, uh, Ronda at WrestleMania. Huh.
1: Fuck you. Yeah, that would have been. Not
0: you, but I mean Becky.
1: Yeah, I didn't uh, do that.
0: I'm glad they didn't do it, but the idea of her being like, again, they should have come out and at least said it, like, Nia, what made you do that?
1: Mm -hmm. Becky
0: took somebody's spot and eliminated me. Yeah. So I did the same thing, and I went and I got tried to get my own. Right. Because everyone else takes care of themselves these days. I'm going to take care of myself. I'm looking out for Nia. Yeah. But instead, they had her, her and Tamina beat Alexa and Mickey, and they might become the first women's tag champions. But I hope Which it's is, the Riot Squad.
1: I hope so too. But I mean, that's about where she belongs. And yeah, not to crap on the tag division, but it's not what it used to be. And the tag division for the women is. Has been non-existent till right. now, so They're building for it. her to be in in the thirty spot, I just was baffled. And and I look at the last five; I was expecting something great, right? Who who knows? Like the names I just listed, but instead, we the last five are Lashley, the Almighty. Blech. Um, I, I don't think he's he's compelling enough. No, he's not. To to be in that spot. He should have been, like, number six. Aleister
0: Black should have been number 26.
1: Right. But that
0: wouldn't have given him enough time to showcase, I don't think. Right.
1: Strowman I'm fine with. Strowman was a favorite. Uh, And it's 27. Right, right. That makes total sense. Ziggler. Puke. I mean, I know Ziggler can work, but to to have this pretended to be a surprise, like, come on. Right. And, And then he eliminates Drew McIntyre. Like, I really want no part of that feud again. I thought right. Drew had a good showing in the Rumble and was off yeah, to the Yeah, he lasted 20 things.
0: minutes, eliminated four people.
1: Yeah, and I loved his squaring off with Samoa Joe. That was pretty awesome. I'm looking forward to that. That'll be great, but to have that come back. Yeah. And then Orton, I love Orton, but been but, there, done that.
0: But that's the right spot for him. Yeah. He's at that point in his career, and I think Ziggler's getting there too, but mm-hmm. there should only be one of them,
1: mm-hmm.
0: where he comes out late in the Rumble and goes between five and ten minutes right. maybe eliminate somebody
1: right final four but like that's you know.
0: that's the big show spot or when right. we were kids that was like the crush spot or the right. atom bomb spot be right. like this guy's been around for a little while yeah or the you know or dibiase like he's not gonna win yeah but he's gonna come in he's gonna get a few minutes maybe get one or two eliminations yeah and then he'll be gone right so i i again I always always feel like I'm shitting on your concepts no no because I get I get what you're saying and I respect it but I and I agree Lashley Ziggler and Nia I agree and I agree like Braun 27 that makes sense for the story Mm -hmm. but with Orton I think that bottom five Orton's a guy like that where that makes sense for him yeah it's been the big show the last couple of years or Mark Henry it's like all right. yeah Yep. This guy's gotta be in there We gotta throw him out there Right
1: Sort of like Mysterio You could throw in that category too I think he was 24 or 25. Yeah so, Yeah Same thing So I, I get that But I just um, I was expecting A couple more Huge surprises And I, you know I'm glad a couple of NXT guys Got called up The, uh, the
0: ones that got Into the Rumble I was very happy with
1: Yeah
0: um, Here's a question That I didn't prepare to ask Who was your MVP Of the 30 man Rumble Who impressed you the most?
1: either Mustafa Ali or Andrade, I think.
0: Yeah, I was going to go with Andrade. And again, I'm biased. I have high hopes for him. But he came in at number 19. He lasted 22 minutes. He only eliminated one person, but eliminations were at a premium too. Um, When you come in
1: later, you can eliminate less. It's a weird thing to say. Weird way to put it. But like, yeah.
0: So I have here in my notes that I think this was the most balanced men's rumble If if not in a, ever, in a very long time. Yeah. No one man really dominated the Rumble. It could have gone to anybody. Yeah. Um, you know, Rollins won, like I said, after 57 minutes. He lasted the longest. He was in there for 43 minutes. Yeah. Braun had five, So Braun had five eliminations. Drew had four. Mm-hmm. Joe and Rollins both had three. Yeah. Um, Mustafa Ali had two. Baron Corbin had two. Yeah. And then... You know, a chunk of guys had one, and then a chunk of guys had zero. Yep. Jeff, Kurt, Biggie, Jinder, Titus, Kofi, yep. Jose, who lasted two seconds was in the shortest. Xavier, Pete Dunne, Apollo, Pete Dunne lasted eleven minutes, didn't eliminate anybody, but he still looked good. Apollo, yep. Benjamin, Hardy, and Lashley all had zero eliminations. So there was like <clears throat> ten guys that all threw one person out. It was yeah. pretty well balanced. Like some guys aren't going to eliminate anybody. If there's 30 people, yeah. there's got to be some people that don't eliminate anybody. Right. It's just That's the way the math works.
1: It's yeah. Like, that's one thing that when you start pulling the data, you realize eliminations are harder to come by than you think. And um, You know, I, I agree with that. There was no like dominant streak where some one guy just threw people out. There was nobody that came in and cleared the whole ring. The which I was pretty, glad. Yeah. 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 I like that they have a few different options when writing a Rumble match, right? They kept the ring at... Maybe it got down to, like, three or four, but then it would back, be back up to six or seven. Right. You know?
0: There was no moment except for the very beginning and the very end when it was one-on-one.
1: hmm
0: Which that's they do, that's they very, do that's too often. Hard. Like, they do the reset. Yeah. Which yeah. you don't always need the reset.
1: Right. Um, right. Yep. I uh, I mean, it, still, it's a Rumble. I enjoyed it. I loved Double J coming out and taking the guitar across the back. I love it. Um, Poor bastard. I loved uh, Hawkins hiding under the ring. Like there's always fun stuff like that. Yeah, and I
0: wish they didn't do it twice though. Right. Like they 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 did it with Selena. Yeah. And Hornswoggle was under the ring, and then they did it again with Hawkins. But then Titus. But I guess it was different enough where it was funny. Titus O'Neil went under the ring to call back to. His goofiness.
1: Yeah, that was funny. So, uh, but again, I mean, that extra 45 or 50 minutes on the card, I think it really it really burnt out the live crowd and the crowd that was watching with me. Yeah. Um, and I just think that if you're going to go five hours, that's really for WrestleMania. That's reserved for that, and we right. get it. We, we can prep ourselves for that, but...
0: Yeah, no. cut, cut. Five minutes from the Oscar match yep. down to twelve, the Shane match went thirteen. That's fine. Mm-hmm. The Ronda match went fourteen. That's fine. Cut, cut ten or twelve yeah. minutes from the women's match. Yeah, make it an hour. Yeah. Um, Daniel Bryan and AJ. If you cut all those times, that twenty-four minutes doesn't feel as long. Yeah. Um, Balor and Brock went eight, and then the men went fifty-seven. So I think, you know, if you cut two or three minutes here or there, you know, yep. in five minutes from another match. Now it doesn't feel so so right. heavy,
1: right? And then even it's it's funny. This is why I love. Um, oh my god, um, the the color commentator that we always talk about, Corey Corey Graves. Thank he's you. He's the best. He said, uh, "So so Elias was number one coming out, and he's out there like taking his time." And, and Graves goes, "Yeah, we've been we gotta love Elias. We've been out here for four and a half hours. He's still out here taking his time." Um, I wonder if he was fed that long. I don't know. It seemed like a, a jab at the whole show, like going long. So I, he Possibly. could have been. He could have been. Um, so, I mean, results great. Card itself and and how it played out. Yeah, I didn't love it. Yeah. Well, it got good reviews from what I read.
0: But we're looking forward. I'm. You know, we're on the road to WrestleMania. <laughs> um. Yeah. Again. I you know maybe a B minus but
1: yeah I think that's fair but
0: I'm looking forward to where they'll go in the future yeah I think it
1: sets up Mania well yeah Um, so maybe it's just because I have high expectations for the Rumble I love it
0: yeah that's the other problem we expect too much out of it yeah like
1: oh no it's going to be Bret Hart's going to come back and Shawn Michaels and all these people I
0: thought they were going to do the Luger-Brett thing for Charlotte and Becky yeah Yeah. So I, one of, um, I've, I've talked about it before for those of you listening that don't know, I coach youth wrestling and I was at the state, um, youth K through four state tournament over the weekend. And one of the wrestlers, um, uh, one of the dads coaches with us, shout out to Rick. Rick's a good guy and Mm -hmm. a friend. Um, he's got four sons, two sets of twins, and they always talk to me about wrestling. One of the little guys, I won't say their names because they're minors and I don't know what the rules are. I don't want to be weird. Um, But one of the little guys come up to me and goes, who's going to win the Rumble? And I said, I think Becky and Charlotte are both going to win. He's 10 years old. And he said to me, you mean like when they did that with Lex Luger and Bret Hart? Wow. With a tear (laughs) in my eye. I was so proud of them for that. So shout out to Rick and the boys and and Cressy for bringing them up the right way. That's Um, awesome. Yeah. So... Yeah. The youth of America is is going strong with that one.
1: Yeah, cool. Just a, um, I talked to Dave uh, Aronofsky, my buddy from Wilmington. Uh, a couple quick notes. He went. He flew out to Phoenix for the show. Actually, um, he said his girlfriend really loves Rusev, so they were at the pre-show. So he goes, "It was a long ass show. I mean, that's six or seven hours for him.
0: Yeah, that's five to almost midnight.
1: Yeah. And well, he said, agree with me that Becky got the biggest pop." And he was he was disappointed with no surprise entrance, so I think that's the McMahon on the street view. I mean, it's it's but uh, he
0: doesn't get to complain because he, he was them. there and it was two o'clock in the afternoon, so he wasn't starting at five p.m. Yeah, like the rest of that's
1: us. That's true. I don't think he was necessarily complaining. No, no, no I'm just saying like you know, I kid.
0: But <laughs> that's true. if you're there and you're on the West Coast,
1: right,
0: you don't get to you, you know no mm-hmm. to. Retroactively quote The current eco-friendly world champion <laughs> No no. So I think that'll wrap up our Royal Rumble Review Yep. It is now time for one of my favorite segments Who fucking cares <laughs> um, It's well known that the number 27 Is the luckiest number Or the most successful number in Royal Rumble history With four winners mm. Big John Studd, Yokozuna, Bret Hart and Steve Austin What? Did you know that 30 and 24 are tied for the next most successful winner, um, winning number with three each? Hulk Hogan, The Rock, and Steve Austin all won at number 24. Undertaker, John Cena, and Triple H oh. all won at number 30. Mm-hmm. Who fucking cares? <laughs> Trippy time. Before but, we get to the list, we got one more piece of business. It is nice. trivia time.
1: By the way, was Rollins the first number 10? I think he was. Rollins they,
0: was been, the first number 10. They've been
1: doing some random ones lately. I remember Orton won it from like the 8 spot and yeah. stuff. So. I had a
0: whole list of what numbers hadn't had it one, no, okay. but I was like, I'm not going to bog people down with that. Because yeah. I know we're going to go long. You we can, always we can do. It yes, you Yes, you can. <laughs> 1, 2, 3, 5, 10, 8, 14, mm. 27... 30 20 27 28 29, 30 24 have all won the rumble. Yeah. That's just off the top of my head. Yeah, there's got to be more in there, um, but yeah. Oh, there's definitely more in there. I just can't remember. Yeah. I'm like those middle ones like yep. what fucking number was Luger? Right? <laughs> who right. knows, who right. cares. Right. Um tribute time. <laughs> so this this is I can't kind remember of
1: Corey Graves' name, so I don't know how my brain's not working today. This is a this
0: is this is a mouthful of a question, but boy. I'm going to give you the easy part. So 14, I'm not going to ask you to name all these guys, so don't worry. 14 wrestlers Mm -hmm. have opened and closed WrestleManias. Okay. Alright? Two opened and closed the same WrestleMania. Okay. But, I'm not interested in any of that. Okay. Can you name the four wrestlers to open a WrestleMania and then close the very next one, or vice versa? So, four wrestlers... Were the opener and then the closer, or the closer, then the opener, in, you know, consecutively? Can you name them? Daniel Bryan? Uh, nope, Daniel Bryan actually, um, well, technically, yes. I'm sorry, technically, yes. So, that's technically five. Because um, Daniel Bryan opens 28 and 30,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and 31, mm-hmm. but he closed 30. So, technically, Yeah. I, okay. I, I mislooked. I I didn't. I mistook how I looked at that one. So there's five.
1: Okay. Oh wow. Um. Shawn Michaels.
0: No. Shawn Michaels opened seven, eight, and nine. He closed 12, 14, 20,
1: 23, and twenty-six.
0: Wow. Uh, Chris Jericho. Chris Jericho opened seventeen and closed eighteen. You got that
1: one. Um, Triple
0: H. I uh, know Triple H opened 30. It's the mm-hmm. only one he's ever opened. Mm-hmm. He's closed 16, 18, 20, 21,
1: 22, 25 and 32. Wow. Man, this is trickier than I thought. So, um, I'll take a few more guesses. Um, hmm.
0: Think of guys Brett that Hart? closed. Uh Bret Hart? No, Bret Hart opened 4 and then he also opened and closed 10.
1: I was thinking 10 and then 9, but he didn't close 9. He didn't close 9. He closed and Hogan. Ah. Uh, yeah, let's see, let's see. Roddy Piper? No. I'm trying to think.
0: Um... Roddy Piper only competed at four WrestleManias. He closed one, he middled two, That's he middled three, like... and he middled uh, 12.
1: Gotcha. All right, all right, I'll, uh, I won't i will keep this going forever, but um.
0: It's like the the Rock, no. The Rock never opened a WrestleMania. I don't mm-hmm. think he was in the business long enough to open a WrestleMania.
1: Uh, it's got to be somebody like Eddie Guerrero? No. Eddie
0: Guerrero never closed a WrestleMania. He, bon middled, bon. he middled 20 and he opened 21 against Ray. Benoit never opened a WrestleMania. He did close 20. Two more. Two there more. Are, there right. are two well, more names. Um, and then I'll give you the answers. John Cena? John Cena opened 20, closed
1: 22,
0: 23, 27, 28 and 29. So no. No. Uh, Randy Orton. No, Randy open <laughs> Randy Orton. Oh no, I'm sorry. No rent. Rand- I I you know I fucked up all my stuff. So yeah, Randy Orton actually is. Yes, yeah, so there's six. I'm screwing everything up. Randy Orton opened 23 and 29. He closed 25 and 30. So okay. he opened 29 and he closed 30. So
1: So I missed I still missed 3 though.
0: Yeah, so um Paul Orndorff closed one and opened two.
1: Uh, Edge. That sort of my Roddy Piper guess.
0: Edge opened 23 Edge. and closed 24. The Miz opened 26. Of course. And closed 27. The he Miz. also opened 32 and 34. Wow. And then just to go over the last couple, um, Sean, uh, we said Sean Michaels, Yoko opened 12, closed 9 and 10. Mm-hmm. Big Show opened 20, 22, 26, and 29, closed 16. Gotcha. Reigns opened 29, closed 31 through 34. Wow. Rollins opened 29 and 34, closed 31, with the best close of all time. So that.
1: And by the way, Reigns was another name that was bandied about in these surprise returns, which would have been too soon. Would have been way too soon, yeah. But um, good one. That's a good one. Yeah, I have fun with that stuff. Yeah. It's list time. Yeah.
0: Top 10 uh, nonsense... Tropes, things that make it hard to believe that it's real. You know, we can't describe this list, but you'll get it as it goes on. Um, You presented this one, yeah?
1: Yeah, through the uh, suggestion many moons ago of the god of hellfire, Gerard Parcella.
0: Yes, indeed. So um, I will start us off. My number 10, and this is one I don't think many people consider. Um, I gave all mine like a title. My number 10 is... Do wrestlers watch anyone else's matches? (laughs) Um, You know, there's wrestlers use the same five to eight moves in every match. You know, it should be scoutable. They tape everything. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, if Shawn Michaels is stomping his foot in the corner, I'm not going to stand up and face him. Like, if The Rock's going to stand over me and spend 30 seconds swinging his stupid arms and taking off his shoulder pad, I'm moving. Right. Like,
1: that's a great one. They.
0: Like signature moves should not be executable. Right. Because you do them all the time. Like No, I Avoid avoid Austin's kick to the gut.
1: Right. Or like don't climb to the top rope in the Royal Rumble. We how many guys have we seen do that? And they get knocked out as soon as they get up there.
0: Oh, we'll talk about the Royal Rumble. Oh no, Royal Rumble was in my honorable mentions. Uh, uh-huh. I I tear apart the Royal Rumble later.
1: Oh no! But
0: so yeah, like that's my 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 number ten is do you know do wrestlers watch each other's matches because there's too many things with signature moves yeah and setups and all that kind of shit that yeah, should like, be avoidable
1: even if you're hurt right you're you're dead on the mat and you hear Michaels tuning up the band like you should be able to be like I'm rolling out of the roll ring. out of the ring <laughs> right exactly yeah, that is a good one um, the lack of scouting. Um, yeah. I'd put it. But, not on my list, but that is a great one. Um, number ten. I'm calling this the Steve Blackman face. Or it's a recent phenomenon uh a, a, a tune I've been singing is the lack of continuous selling or emotions or facials in the ring. Okay. And, this is a pet peeve of mine. I talked about um, Three of these tie into why I didn't love the Brian Styles match. I think Styles in particular is guilty of this. Um, Brian's a little bit better, but you know, you gotta continue your gimmick in the in the match. Okay. And like if you're in a real fight, like you're gonna be like your face is gonna change and you're gonna be like or, or getting pumped up. And um you know Steve Blackman kept the same stoic look like no matter what he was doing he's like you know hitting people in the head with kendo sticks and he looks like just google image him and you'll see his face it's the same thing
0: way to note sell Harvey Keitel right
1: right. or said a different way (laughs) said a different way um what I said during that match I said you can't tell who the face or who the heel is and if you can't do that in a particular match that's exactly what I'm talking about okay yeah you know
0: no, that's a good one. I didn't. I did not consider that one. So yeah, it's,
1: it's a. It's a. I'll get off my soapbox now about it. The rest of them are less uh, wax, waxing poetic and being philosophical about it, but that one just drives me nuts.
0: Absolutely. My number nine. I'm calling on the concrete floor. <laughs> How does a slam onto a padded mat hurt more than a move on the hard wooden canvas of the ring? Does it- what's under the mat make it hurt more? And I get it. When yep. you pull the mat up and you yep. slam them onto the concrete, okay. Yep. If you fall down on the grass, it hurts less than if you fall down on the, on the street on or the in your hot driveway. Top, as they call it. The hot top. <laughs> I get that. But it's padded.
1: Yeah.
0: It's padded so it doesn't hurt more. How does an attack on the outside of the ring, or, you know, yep. a body slam or what have you, hurt more than getting slammed in the ring? Which we know is wood. We've seen them pull peel back the, the canvas.
1: Yeah. Yeah. If I, I put a know.
0: if I put a bed sheet down on the on the hot top and I fall, it's not gonna hurt
1: less. Right. Yeah, I mean I guess um, I mean there's there's a, there's a bounciness to the ring with the spring, even with the wood, but I, I totally get your point. Because, you
0: wrestled. Yeah. Getting dropped on the mat doesn't hurt yeah. that much. No like I mean, there's right. a reason we don't wrestle on a basketball court.
1: Right. Right. No, that's fair. I uh, I totally get it. And um, yeah, I love that they still call it the concrete, even though it's clearly covered. Right. You know? It's we're a pattern of put a mattress down for crying out loud. Yeah. You know?
0: <laughs> it's only a matter of time before there's trampolines out there. Lucha!
1: Lucha! Lucha! My number nine also ties in with the match I was complaining about earlier. And when I... This is a long one, but... Um, being away for a while suddenly makes you stronger is what I'll call it. Like just because you're returning from months away or a couple of years away that okay. like you're great all of a sudden. So um, Rowan comes in and does like this sort of crush crusher spike choke slam type thing to Yeah
0: it was to... like a like a
1: like a claw like the Von Eric face yeah. claw yeah chokeslam Something you would do to, like, your little brother back in the day, you know? And he just does that one slam, and and Styles is out cold. That's how he gets... That's how Brian gets the pin. I don't get, like, this guy who um, could have done this when he was uh, a mid-card tag teamer, and Styles would have kicked right out of it, you know?
0: Absence supposed to make the heart grow fonder, not the wrestler grow stronger.
1: Right. Right, exactly. And I get it. Like, it's like... Sort of like everyone getting their moment in the Rumble and things like that, right. but, um, you know, it's just, it just doesn't hold water. Rowan has been, you know, he used to wear stupid masks, and then he was like a non, a compelling tag team guy, and like, then he comes back and yeah, does one move to AJ Styles, the the guy who held the title for 400 days or whatever it was, and then he's no, That's like a great pins and
0: High flying, next night, not a scratch or a limp amongst the bunch, you know. Becky's been selling her knee damage from the Rumble the last two shows pretty convincingly. Mm-hmm. But, you know, wrestlers get their head split open. They don't even have a goddamn band aid on their face. Like, yeah. the night before, make you know, it makes no, never mind. It's okay, that was yesterday and here's right. today. Right. And it's a problem with this generation of wrestlers not selling, but, like, walk with a limp. Right. You know, if it, if you need makeup like Vince did when Ve- when Brett punched him out for wrestling with Shadows. Right. You know, draw a black eye under your eye cuz right. you got potatoed. Do something to make me believe that the effects of yesterday right less than 24 hours in many cases <laughs> matter today. Yeah. You got your neck folded into a metal chair and somebody stepped on it. Wear a goddamn neck brace.
1: Right. I don't
0: care if it's not really injured because nothing really happened. <laughs> right. But go to CVS mm-hmm. or Walgreens. Walgreens.
1: Walgreens, preferably.
0: Um, buy a nine ninety nine neck brace.
1: Yeah. And just
0: wear the damn thing. Yeah. For your segment.
1: Right. Yeah. It's I'm not I sure have hundred of them backstage, by the way. But yeah. No, that's a great one, especially in today's. World, you know, I was. We were talking before we started that I'm watching Superstars um, on the network, which I love, and like they would take forever. The 1992
0: Superstars, not the 2010. Like we're bringing back Superstars. Oh yeah, no, no, 92
1: with like Sean Mooney with the monitors behind him and everything, and um, it would take forever to build. Like somebody, like Sid and Warrior, are building to a, a a program. What I'm watching now. So one week Sid does a pro, uh, promo. The next week Warrior does a promo. So they had time.
0: I'm, I'm sorry, but talk about the worst, the worst back and forth of promo theater.
1: <laughs> I am a man.
0: <laughs> what you're going to do to me, Warrior? <laughs> what I'm going to do to me first. <laughs> <laughs> God damn! I'm sorry, I had to interrupt that, but holy shit! Do
1: unto the man as he would do unto you. But, but I will him. do it for you first. <laughs> Sid is great, by the way. But I love Sid. Yeah. But fuck. Yeah. So, in in that world, um, they would even sell it, right? Especially if the heels would would. I mean, look at Bob Orton had his cast on for like five years or whatever it
0: was. Five? <laughs> he still wears the goddamn thing.
1: <laughs> but yeah, now that's Sunday Night Pay-Per-View, Monday Night Raw, or Tuesday Night Smackdown, like, just just have some continuity. Two
0: years ago, Braun Strowman flipped over an ambulance yeah. that Roman Reigns was in. Yeah. A week later, he walked down to the ring as if nothing happened. <laughs> Wear a band aid. Buy a crutch. Right. Something. Right. No, one day at a time. One life to live. Right. YOLO, as the kids say. YOLO.
1: Number eight is a popular one. This is probably on your list, I'm guessing, but the table spot and taking off the monitors.
0: Where did I put that? As if I have to raise my hand. All right. Um, Shit, did I move that all the way to my honorable mentions? Where did that go? I know I was like mad about that.
1: Well, go ahead. Look, go while ahead. you look for it. I, so I think we talked about the Triple H, uh, Mankind or Cactus Jack match from the Royal Rumble, and how um, it was so sadistic that he didn't pull the monitors off the TV, uh, the TV monitors off the uh, announce table, and he just. He just did the move while they were still on there because you're so used to seeing these guys. Like, oh, if I really want to hurt you, right? Uh, let me bring you over here, pull the flap off of the uh, yeah, the TV, the stand, and then take the TV monitors. Uh, but I'm still mad, so I'm gonna smash them because whatever. But I don't really want to hurt you that bad because um, I'm gonna get rid of these monitors so they don't gash your back.
0: I don't have it anywhere, so it must be honorable mention. I think I wanted to say it for Jerry, but I'll read his list if he doesn't get here in time.
1: Right, right. Um, It's just selective uh, levels of injuring your opponent. Yeah, right. And it's it it is kind of a silly thing. Like, why do they even have the monitors there? Like, they should have them. There's got to be a way to set it up. That they don't have to take him off every single time. They right. Do this well, they're thing. like iPads like, now. It's right. weird. It, yeah, but it's true. No, it just looks goofy.
0: That's that's Jerry's biggest... When the God of Hellfire gets here, folks, watch out because it's oh, yeah. his this biggest his pet peeve. I think feet. that I think that's his Waterloo, as they say.
1: Right. Yeah, and it's funny because um, he only came up with five on our biggest. Um, uh, it wasn't heel turns. It was biggest surprises. Or biggest, um, no, I think and
0: what. Yeah, it was heel turns.
1: It was, um. Biggest swerves or something.
0: Uh, Betrayals.
1: Biggest betrayals. Episode 11.
0: It's on on iTunes still. Yeah. Top 10 betrayals.
1: Yeah. Yeah, he only came up with five for that one, but for this one, he came up with.
0: He just texted me another one while we were talking. (laughs) Son of a bitch has like a thousand. (laughs) Uh, That's great. Yeah, that one didn't bother me as much. I think it's just because Jerry just complains about it all the time I had to move to my honorable mentions
1: yeah
0: I've just been it's like yeah you know when someone's like don't do this don't do this don't do this but like, no I'm gonna do it yep. or they're like this is you gotta yeah. listen you gotta watch this it's the greatest thing of all time <laughs> Tom Brady personal friend of mine it's gonna be the greatest thing you'll ever see I'm like know, I'm not gonna watch it now right. um, but I digress uh, my number seven I called cage match rules
1: yeah what
0: what What's the purpose of a cage match?
1: I guess just to bludgeon your opponent and.
0: Well, uh, let me rephrase. Why do they have cage
1: matches? Yeah, so it's um, one on one. Keep people out.
0: Keep 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 the competitors in the ring and keep everybody else out. Right. So why the fuck one is there a door on the cage? (laughs) Like. Yeah. And, and this this kind of harkens back to harkens to one of my um, one of my honorable mentions, which I'll mention right now. Um, mm-hmm. The lack of a difference between no DQ, street fight, extreme rules, and no holds barred. Right. Like there's no difference between all of no. those. Like no holds barred should still have disqualification. Right. Just because it's a cage match, you shouldn't be able to bring weapons into the ring. Right. War games, the NXT War Games. If you climb out over the top or you go out the door, you're disqualified. Yeah, cage match should be pinfall or submission. Yeah, if there's interference, it's disqualification. If you're a pussy and you climb out, yeah. you're disqualified. Like yeah. it doesn't make any sense to me. This is supposed to be the blood feud yeah. to end the, the. This is supposed to be the apex to end a blood feud. Right, you're gonna win by running away. Yeah, it makes can... no sense
1: whatsoever. That's a good one, especially with the door when you can request that the ref open the door. <laughs>
0: Excuse me. Excuse me, could you open the door? I'd like to go home, please. Right. Could you? Hi, could you open the door? I'd like to get out of here. <laughs> That'd be great. Yeah,
1: ties in Nicholas Cage, right? Nicholas Cage match. <laughs> That's right.
0: That's right. We're gonna we're gonna take our faces off in a cage match. It's gonna be. Oh, it's just gonna be one of the most amazing things you've ever yeah, seen.
1: That could be one of those. Uh... Wheel of Fortune things where they do, like, they combine two things. Nicholas Cage match. Nicolas
0: Cage match. I remember on the set of Face Off, John Travolta told me how much money he was getting for this picture. And I said, Mr. Wu, we need to have a talk. <laughs> but I digress. Yeah, so they need awesome. to fix Cage match rules.
1: Awesome. Um, that's a good one. Not on my list. I like that we're, we're, we're going to cover a lot of topics. At we are. there's so many, uh, how do you term these, you know? Right.
0: Um, I went off to, as a shout out to Tatanka. I went off the reservation with some of mine and I put a bunch of like the typical ones on my, um, yeah. on my honorable mentions. Yeah. But again, we'll get into all, I'm sure we'll cover, we're going to cover everything. So yeah, exactly. put your seatbelts on, grab a Miller Lite cause we're going to be here a take as
1: we are. My number seven is, I'll just call it the back rake or moves that don't look like they hurt. Okay. Like, like why do you have these you have so many things at your disposal. The
0: abdominal stretch.
1: Yeah, exactly. Like the weak submission. And like, that
0: could be it's that could be its own episode. It's yeah. not going to be, but maybe maybe episode like two hundred, but yeah.
1: right. I, I love that. The back rake the Hogan back rake, if you've never seen it, it's uh ah! Yeah. he does the back rake and the people run around and uh of course I mean these guys are the
0: people's elbow right the worm right Hogan's leg drop
1: right exactly there's let's name some more. even even the chest slap you know no that shit hurts it, 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 it stings a little bit but like it's not gonna knock you out you know? no and but it, hurts. it does it does it does hurt a bit. There's got to be more if I think of them. Like, even I, I, an ankle lock, like, you can tell they're not actually doing anything. Fun
0: fact. The first time Kurt Angle did that in the match, he broke Scotty Too Hotty's ankle. No way. <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> well, Kurt Angle's kind of intense. Figure but. four hurts. Mm-hmm.
0: But why does it hurt when you reverse the figure four?
1: That's another good one. So. That's
0: not on my list. But yeah. talking about moves that...
1: Yeah. Does that hurt? That
0: right. doesn't make sense to me. Um right. I want to think of more of these. Like, the full Nelson fucking hurts if you, are yeah. like, really crank. Yeah. But, yeah, I keep going back to the abdominal stretch. Like, that doesn't hurt.
1: Right. Yeah. And, like, this sort of, like, that, um, I don't want to call it an inverted atomic drop where you hold one leg and then you just drop them on their other leg and it's like...
0: Oh, that's a setup for the figure four. Gotcha. Like, it doesn't hurt, yeah. but... Gotcha. I mean, if again, if we're gonna, be- if we're gonna, if we're gonna believe all of this hurts. <laughs> like, okay, you pick a guy up in the air and you drop him down, like on his leg, mm-hmm. to weaken the leg. Mm-hmm. Like, if your if your finisher is a leg lock of sorts, yeah. I can understand that right. one. Like, in this magical world where we're gonna try to tie logic, I, I'll give that one a pass. But yeah. the overarching thought of like, that yeah. doesn't hurt, and I don't want to go down Bret he- Bret Hart territory of, you know. I never did it. He's not English. I can't do Canadian. Nah. <laughs> I never did anything that what that wasn't realistic for a fight, eh? He's yeah. actually said that before. Really? Like I'm not trying to bash yeah. Brett, but we're talking about moves that
1: yeah.
0: obviously don't hurt. Right. He's actually said like I I tried never to do things in a wrestling match that you wouldn't do in a bar fight. I've yeah. never seen somebody climb on top of a stool and drop a fist in right. a bar fight, Brett.
1: Right. Or like hold a guy's legs apart and then kick him in the stomach. Yeah. And, you know.
0: Actually, if I got a guy down on the ground, I might try to stomp on his balls.
1: Yeah, for sure, but I, would you be able to hold his legs no, like that? No, I'd just go in <laughs>
0: for the stomp. Right. Um, I mean, I would also not put somebody in a sharpshooter in a bar fight.
1: That's another that's another. Maybe point.
0: sweet chin music, though. Yeah,
1: sweet chin music, of course. Kick their head off. Yeah. Um. <laughs> I've never been in a bar fight, actually.
0: No, I've never been in a fight.
1: Me neither. Me neither. That means we're decent human beings, I think.
0: Cause I love you. <laughs> um, number six.
1: Yeah.
0: Referees. Huh. What are they good for? Absolutely nothing.
1: Yep.
0: I've got. Now, did that make your top three? Because, nope. I, again, I like to keep nope. adhere to the rule I'd of let, top three.
1: And let refs out of it.
0: Okay, so I've got a couple of different points on how useless referees are. One <laughs> ah. ref bumps are bigger than wrestler bumps. No matter the strike, a ref is always down for five minutes. Yeah. If a, if a guy, like, accidentally runs into a referee, right. he's down forever. Right. Um, two, the referee's decision is final. If a heel cheats to win, another referee can suddenly run down to the ring and be like, oh, no, he cheated. And the ref's like, oh, you know what? Yeah. We're going to restart the match because y'all said something happened.
1: Yeah. Yep. And
0: then the ref changes the decision. Thirdly, and this is almost its own thing, and then I was like, no, I got I to gotta lump it in. I can't talk about referees too many times. Mm-hmm. Count out logic. Yeah. The referee takes, sometimes takes minutes right. to start his tank count. Right. The speed of the count is equal in proportion to the magnitude of the match. Yeah. SC is less than or equal to M of M. Mm-hmm. For, for our math fans out there, I'll make wow. up a new formula. If it's a title match... Yep. You know, maybe maybe we'll wait for four or five minutes before we start the count. Right. And then maybe it'll be one.
1: Yeah. Cibolate. <laughs>
0: <a> two. <laughs> Who knows? And then the third point to that is sometimes a ref, a wrestler going into the ring will break the count. Yeah. But if it's supposed to be a countout victory, the ref will keep counting. Right. Like, I don't get it. Yeah. And again, I wanna, I, I wanna believe all these things. Blah 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 blah. Yep. Keep adhere to some logic. Right. And it's always been that way. Yep. WrestleMania four, when um, Bam Bam got countered out against the gang, the ref was like one, two, yep. three, four, five, six, seven, <laughs> eight, nine, ten. You're done. Yeah.
1: Like what the fuck? How did that happen yep. so quick? Right. I don't right. get it. No, it's funny that you say that because when you started talking about refs, I wrote down in my honorable mentions, I'm like, yeah, this whole like selective 10-count thing is crazy. Right?
0: Another one I just thought of, why is it, and again, it's for the drama, but let's make it make sense, why is it that in a tag team match, hmm. if the heels go yeah. and the ref hears it, yeah. he's like, oh hey, yeah, you guys tagged, I saw that, but if the faces tag, he's like, yeah. oh, I didn't see that, yeah. get out of the
1: ring. That's a big 80s and 90s spot. Which,
0: and it usually happened yeah. to Neidhart more right, than anybody. Right, 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 But again,
1: I love it. And I go back and I'm like, yeah, yeah. but, like, yeah.
0: give Rep me a little bit of logic it. there. Referees, except for Mike Kyoto, referees are terrible.
1: You know who's a great referee? Curt Hawkins. Called it right down the middle. Fuck
0: Curt Hawkins.
1: <laughs> you don't like Curt Hawkins?
0: No, I love Curt Hawkins. I'm a huge Curt Hawkins fan. Um... And I'm glad that it looks like they're going to give him some sort of a push with Ryder. Yeah. But just the simple fact that, and actually, for those of you who didn't see, two weeks ago, the Revival got a rematch. Actually, if you're listening to this podcast, you saw, but I'm saying it, I'm going to say it anyways. The Revival finally got another rematch with Rude and, and Gable, and they were going to get a special guest referee to call it right down the middle. And Vince was like, hey, Hawkins, you're not doing anything. You've lost a lot. You know how to count to three. You do it, and they had the revival try like try to cheat like four different ways, mm-hmm. and they eventually lost, which I hated because I want the revival to be the tag champions almost more than anything. <laughs> but I liked it from a storytelling storytelling point of view, and then they beat up Hawkins and Ryder came up for the save and they yeah. reunited as a team.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I liked it from a storytelling point of view, but I hated that the revival lost. Yeah,
1: but he did. It. You have to admit it he was a good ref.
0: Yeah caught them Man. with the feet on the ropes caught yeah. them holding somebody down in caught them holding the tight Hold their tight yeah i was pissed after the first one i was pissed yep. like, damn it just give them the goddamn belts <laughs> but after they did it a second time i was like oh i know what they're going to do and right. they're going to get caught either pulling hair or pulling yeah. trunks and that's what happened
1: that was that was fun
0: i was, was almost different. expecting them Hawkins to fast count them
1: oh yeah just
0: to be like ah cuz you tried to cheat them to get you great. but we'll see where it goes from there Funny. Thank God they beat Hawkins and Ryder on Raw. Right. I would have stopped watching if they lost that match. Right. Because enough's enough with that shit. Right. But, Not tangents. Sure. Yep. Number
1: six. Number six. Um, this was actually feedback from John Tremblay. It matches his. Um, and I'm going to call it the Selective Camera.
0: That's my number four. Okay. Um... I have a lot to say about it, but say it no, now. no.
1: Let's let's wait till then. Okay, because I re- I don't have much to say. Oh, about I have it a lot to say about cameramen. <laughs> um,
0: with that, Super Bowl Sunday's coming up. You know what that means? Yeah. Hardcore halftime. Ah. Bottom three masks. The three worst masks wow. in wrestling
1: history. The three worst masks. I came up
0: with three real quick.
1: Wow yeah give me a second I mean the, I actually posted the El Montoya one on the on the uh,
0: that was one of mine it's
1: a terrible one his fucking Mr. yellow jock strap <laughs> uh,
0: wow um, I tried thinking of WCW masks and then I was like even Super Calo with like the hat sewn onto his mask was cool like mm-hmm. all the luchas in WCW had cool masks
1: they did they did
0: Especially psychosis with those fucking horns.
1: Yeah. Yeah, and like... All the luchadors... Um, I like raised masks and everything, too. Man. Uh...
0: One of my three was tricky, and the other one you might be like,
1: that's not really a mask, but it is. Gotcha.
0: But that's just my opinion.
1: Why don't you give me yours and maybe it'll... Uh, Here are my bottom three masks.
0: One, Vader... That fucking yeah. red, like, his helmet was cool, that big, like, yeah. WCW smoke-blowing helmet. But, like, his red stripy mask, and I only put it on here because he had a mask versus mask match with it. Yeah. Like, I can see your whole face. Right. Um Montoya's yellow strap and then the Undertaker's white, yeah. my face is broken mask yeah. that was supposed to be super scary. It's like, it's just a white mask. Right. So those are my three.
1: Right. Let me. Uh, I need to noodle on that one a bit because okay. I'm trying to picture more masks. And um, you know, Mankind's is iconic. Kane's like sort of half one was.
0: So like, funny you say that. I think so. Like when he came back to stop the un-Americans from yeah. burning the American flag, and he kind of wore like a mesh tank top. Yeah, that's my favorite Kane mask. Ah. His newer one that he yeah. takes off sometimes yeah. I don't like. Yeah, but that that like that like kind of like. It was like almost half and diagonal. Yeah. Right? That's my favorite cane yeah. mask.
1: How about Abyss? That's really a like, stupid mask. I don't like yeah. Abysses. That's trying to that's it's, gonna, it's like a half Hannibal Lecter. Yeah.
0: Yeah, that's a dumbass yeah. mask.
1: Yeah, that's in that's in there for me. Like you go with the because uh, it's just like a
0: plain mask. Okay. Uh,
1: because the gimmick is so fucking stupid that I love it. But Max Moon. That was a terrible <laughs> mask. Good call. Max Moon, whether it was um,
0: Paul Conan, Diamond or Conan. Conan. or
1: Paul Diamond. So there there you go.
0: This podcast rolls hard for Paul Diamond. Yeah. He's in the Jabroni. He might be in the Jabroni Hall of Fame. <laughs> That's something. You know what? That might be something we should come up with soon.
1: Jabroni the
0: Jabroni Hall of Fame. Uh, it's not going to be the next episode because I've got, a, I think, a cool idea for the next episode. <laughs> but we might just have to, like, as a bonus, like talk about like the top ten. like, Not jobbers but just like mm-hmm. those guys like yeah. again we have fun we love them they're a guilty pleasure the Beverly Brothers like ouch no again <laughs> but you know what I mean like yeah. they never won titles they were guys that like never won matches right Paul Diamond belongs in like the those yeah. guys hall of fame the, the guys we roll hard for the Beverly Brothers that heavenly the bodies
1: the actually probably are in that yeah too which is sad some but... guys
0: we roll hard for that yeah. didn't didn't amount to much of anything uh,
1: my number one... Number one Terrible Mask or no, no, Jabroni one, Hall of Fame? Jabroni Hall of Fame. Simon Dean. I love Simon Dean! He is... Why did that not get over? That is the best gimmick ever. You know
0: what? That That's that's a good way to put, put it. That didn't get over Hall of Fame. Yeah. Because they're not Jabronis. They won matches and they were entertaining as hell. They're yeah. not Barry Horowitz right. and fucking yeah. Dwayne Gill. Right. No. No. This podcast rolls the Mount Rushmore of jabronis. Simon <laughs> Dean, the Beverly Brothers, the Heavenly Bodies, yeah. and I think Paul Diamond belongs on All that right, list. Because he was in the Orient Express even though he was white. <laughs> and I was, love it.
1: Then he was Max Moon because Conan left the company. So he was a white guy
0: <laughs> that replaced an Asian guy, then a Hispanic guy.
1: Yeah.
0: Good thing they didn't need a new junkyard dog or we'd have a whole <laughs> different set of problems on Black History Month. Well, that was Hardcore Halftime.
1: That was a good one. Yeah. It really took us on a tangent. I'm glad I finally came up with three because I was a little bit worried at the beginning. but We'll yeah. always get there.
0: We always get there. <laughs> uh, my number five.
1: It was a sneak attack!
0: <laughs> Why do attacks hurt more if they're not part of a match? Yeah. This is not limited to backstage attacks. You know, backstage clothesline can take someone out of a championship match. Right. But if a wrestler's attacked before a match in the ring... Even if it's just face-to-face fisticuffs. Right. They're down for the count. God forbid it happens after a match. You yeah. know, he'll have any referees to help him backstage or a stretcher job.
1: Right. It's You know what? I'm glad you brought that one up because Nia Jax, like, gave a couple forearms to R-Truth. He She didn't, like, destroy him right. or hit him with the, one of the lights. Like, she just kind of threw him. Like, if I'm R-Truth, like, get your ass to the ring and, You know, even if you're not at the Rumble anymore, right? Like even
0: with Lana, it made sense because they they set and they they um, what am I trying to say? They already set up the premise that she hurt her ankle during the kickoff show, right? And they had a brace on it, like they they laid that groundwork. That's what I was trying to say. They laid the groundwork for her already, right? And Becky attacked her ankle, right? Then put me in fit. Sure, why not?
1: Yeah, right. But our truth didn't exactly take an ass-kicking. He got, like, thrown off his game. Right. But, I mean, I'm sure it was, wasn't un- unlike anything you'd see him in a regular match, and it was only for, like, 20 seconds.
0: Now, again, I don't understand the rules of getting served, so maybe people out there can help me. If you get attacked during a wrap, can you not compete later?
1: <laughs> I don't...
0: I... I'm a white kid that listens to Motley Crue. I don't know the rules. If you get it, if you get attacked during a rap, is what is up? The fact that you can't wrestle though. Well,
1: yeah. I don't. I don't know. I am
0: just a simple guy from Massachusetts. I don't know the rules of rap battle.
1: Yeah. If you know the rules. Yeah. Let, let us, us know. Yeah. Tweet us
0: at Ten Count Wrestle
1: at Fat B Arthur. <laughs> Fat B
0: Arthur three fifteen is the greatest Twitter handle of all time. Thank I love you, Andrew it. And Briglio. Winner of one of our giveaways, by the way. Yes. You'll get your prize soon.
1: I would have said, you know, you get that number. It doesn't look that great, but uh, Seth Rollins Rollins is a a beast. First number 10 to win, and he came through for Andrew. So uh, enjoy your Ultimate Warrior figure
0: and And your Sid Sid
1: bonus, which uh, is probably actually worth more. I'm
0: sure Courtney can't wait to see those things in the house. Absolutely.
1: I want them on top of your fridge.
0: Oh, they'll be in his man cave with yeah. the rest of his stuff, I guarantee. Right over, right above his copy of No Holds Barred,
1: I guarantee Oh it. my god, that's beautiful. Awesome.
0: Your number five.
1: My number five. I have a feeling this is going to be in your top three, but I could be wrong. I call it the crowd gathering around to take the... Alright. Yeah, we'll talk about that. Alright. Yeah. <laughs> that. That's, yeah. Oof. Oh, yeah. Uh, um, blow up mode again, yeah. but... Yeah, sorry. that's our first match, uh, I think.
0: Uh, no, because my number four. Um, oh, that's right. Was n- bigger. Uh, that's right. I I titled it because it was your number Camera. six. I'll let you go first. I call it. Wait, are the cameras rolling? John Trembley wrote in as listener feedback about the cameramen, um, but I'll let you uh, you hit it first because it's your number six.
1: Yeah, I mean it's just backstage. Um, sometimes they the performers know they're on camera so they'll talk to the camera and they'll laugh about it and other times the, the cameras are the same distance away and it's like you know you and me kind of talking like this like this what we're we gonna do to so and so you know and it's it's so clearly there like there's probably a lighting team and the cam like right come on it's it's as simple as that yeah
0: um again i call it wait out the cameras rolling because there's four major times that they do this shit Mm-hmm. Um there's a commotion backstage! Things just happened and there's a camera there Yeah. No, do it WCW did it the right way, and I never thought I would say this, but when the NWO would ambush people, mm-hmm. like they'd be like, Uh oh, we heard something's going on. Let's see if we can get a camera back there. Right. And you would see a cameraman, Blair yeah, Witch running. style, <laughs> running to the commotion.
1: Right. It's that's, not that hard. That's smart. Um Let's welcome Jack to the show, by the way. Hey Jack! My brother.
0: Um, cameraman in an authority figure's office while on the phone, and, in, and then, like, an important interruption takes place. Right. Which, to that end, every authority figure has two doors to their fucking office. How does that happen?
1: Right.
0: Um. Yeah, that's a good point. Uh, backstage segments where you can literally feel the producer going, five, four, three, mm-hmm. go. And then a conversation starts. Like, have them be mid-conversation.
1: Yep.
0: Or, at least, I'm presented as, we're going to go backstage where Sonya Deville and Mandy Rose have a message that they want to have out there. Right. And then, like, have them do their shit. Don't, yeah. like, half-ass pretend, like, oh, we caught them in a conversation. Right. Because any normal person would be like, hey, fuck off, we're talking.
1: Right, right, right.
0: Um, well, yeah. it's PG, so they'd like, excuse me, could you please
1: leave the area while we talk? Right. Yeah, I mean, I guess the only way around it is to pretend like it's a reality show, like Office style, where they're always getting filmed, and so sometimes they don't care right. about it. But that's not how it's presented.
0: No, it's not. It's presented it, as, oh, we caught this moment. Yeah. But, like, you've got Dasha and the rest of the fools back there be like, we're going to go to an interview. Yeah. Stop, stop stop, trying to pretend it's these stolen moments. Right. Um, but my biggest pet peeve with, all oh, the camera's rolling, is off-site... One talent tries to blackmail another talent with photos. This happened recently on SmackDown. Mm -hmm. Mandy Rose is doing her I'm trying to blackmail the Uso that's married to Naomi by being in her underwear after dropping her robe. And a photographer pops out of the bathroom and takes pictures. And she's like, ha, I gotcha. There's a cameraman in the goddamn hotel room. (laughs) Right. How, how, and they've done this a thousand times. I'm sorry, I think I scared Jack. Jack. How... Do they expect us to believe that any blackmail is going to work? Yeah. There's a goddamn cameraman there.
1: Right. Yeah. Yeah, like cameras at people's houses, at Randy Orton's houses, and Pillman's, or Austin's house. When why
0: why wouldn't <laughs> Why wouldn't the cameraman say, oh, I'm going to stop filming this and call the police? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Or be like, hey, guess what? I was there with a the camera, Naomi. Yep. Here's what actually happens.
1: Yep. No, you Exactly. Know,
0: do it, do it in a way where like, if you want Jimmy to film it, be like, have him be like, oh, hey, I brought my bag with me and mm-hmm. put it down. And like, he's got a nanny camera in there, like the goddamn teddy bear. It may not look great, but it will look like secret footage, right. you know, right. like, right. Jimmy, I've got the photos, but like, yeah, I got you too. My Usos cap, I had a camera in there. <laughs> like, I yeah. know, I know you want to film like the fight between Naomi and Mandy, I get it. Uh-huh. Because of where it went, but like
1: yeah. You know, like No, I hear you. It's um it, it's a good one.
0: If we always it, I, say wrestling is, you know, we are agreeing to suspend our disbelief. Uh-huh. Don't slap me in the face with it by being like, "Oh, we've got a blackmail storyline going on," yeah. even though there's a camera here yeah, right the whole time. Right? Right? <sighs> Infuriating. <laughs>
1: my number four is um, what we called before on the show powdering or selective waiting in a fatal four way or triple threat and it's what drives me nuts about it is the same guy will take the same move in a one on one match and be fine like, seconds later. <laughs> we live? We're live, we're live on pal.
0: Instagram. We're live, pal!
1: Yeah, we're live. And my number four is powdering. Powdering. And Braun Strowman waiting at the Rumble, for instance, for, like, ten minutes on the outside where he takes these shots all the time. And, yeah, for some reason, because he has to wait around, it takes him literally 50 times the recovery time on it. I hate
0: powdering, and I'm so glad that they didn't do it in the 30-man Rumble as much this year. Mm-hmm. You know, last year was a mess, but yeah. I'm glad they took it out of the Rumble this year a bit. Mm-hmm. That's a that's a good one. Number four is powdering. Powdering. For our friends on Instagram, we are doing the top 10 nonsense things that make wrestling hard to keep up with that contract of believability. <laughs> that's a good one. I like that. Um, yeah. As Raven would say, ah, it's tremendous. <laughs> I'm going to tag Pete the Greek in this nice. one, so he knows what he's missing while he's at work like a chump. Yeah, um, that one's awesome. Yeah, um, I was going to talk about powdering earlier. I'm glad I didn't because I had a, I had a feeling, yeah. in, my, in my list loins that
1: <laughs> that uh. we would
0: be saying something about that. Yep, well, that's awesome. Um, my number three, Jerry wrote in about this. Troy wrote in about this. Everyone wants to talk about this ladder match physics yes um, am I in blow up mode with you on nope. ladder match physics? Nope. Wow
1: yeah
0: I have no idea what your three two one is then yep um, ladder match physics. no one knows how to set up a ladder, climb a goddamn ladder, get close enough to an object whose height in relation yeah. to you you know yeah. The the ladder is is in a fixed position.
1: Right.
0: You know, fucking... Why set up a second ladder if you're alone in the ring and there's already one set up?
1: Yeah. Big question. This is a blind spot for me. This is totally obvious. Yeah. I'm 34 years old.
0: I'm close to what you would consider a grown-ass man. (laughs) I've been climbing ladders for a long time. Never once... When the ladder is secure and I'm all by myself, have I looked down at the steps that I'm walking up to make sure I'm still on a goddamn ladder?
1: <laughs> right.
0: And they Did use like, like this. Yeah. Yeah. No. Like you, you've had enough energy. Like fucking. Like
1: yeah.
0: Evan Bourne has enough energy to do a shooting star press, but mm-hmm. he can't climb a ladder all of a sudden. Mm-hmm. And if you're six feet three like I am, you know how high you have to climb. Like, yeah. I'm not going to climb two steps, reach up, and go, oh, nope, not there, not high yeah. enough yet. I'm going to keep climbing right. until, like, climb with one arm.
1: <sighs> yeah. It makes
0: no <laughs> sense. This is my number one for a while, but wow. ladder match physics piss me off.
1: Yeah, it's a shame because a ladder match itself lends itself to some some pretty unique offense. Uh, they're always pretty fun with spots and stuff. I know they're spot fests. There's too much powdering. Too much. There's a lot of powdering in the ladder matches, but uh, you're dead on. I mean, the whole the timing thing you could extend to like the hot tag in tag team wrestling and stuff. A hot tag. Yeah. Like oh, I'm like right here, and like then two seconds later they're helping their teammate. You know. Yeah, they're rough again. Everybody. So.
0: And again, that's a bigger argument on selling, but. Right. Fucking ladder match physics.
1: Right. Shit! It's a great one. <clears> it's a great one. It's
0: more egregious... Before we move on to your number three, it's more egregious in title matches. hmm So I I almost get to a point... I almost understand to a point in Money in the Bank where you got to climb to the tippy top and unhook the gimmick up at the top and get your hands on it. But in a fucking title match, yep. you don't have to climb as tall. Grab the strap and just unhook it. Like, just... Those 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 fasteners are not that tight.
1: Right, just rip it. It's
0: uh, Um, so yeah.
1: It's a great one. It's a a a blind spot for me, and I think you know what? Sad to say, but a lot of these gimmick matches, um, at least the consistent ones, you can you can really shoot holes in. You know. I mean,
0: I'm not even going to start with casket matches and buried alive (laughs) matches.
1: (laughs) Oh, you mean they're not dead? All those people aren't dead. No, they're not. Wow, they're not dead. That's a good one. Hashtag not dead. No, hashtag was fat. Was fat. Uh, my number three. I um, I had to put a move on the list. I have a couple others for honorable mentions. But I. this is an ode to my favorite ridiculous move. And it's a simple one. Quite simply, it is the Irish whip. <laughs> <laughs> it is um, the fact that you grab somebody's hand and slightly shove, like, their bicep or, or tricep or their back, and then they right. just take off running. Yeah. I mean, I guess, like... like if Newton, someone
0: pushes you, you'll have a little momentum, but you're not going to go into a full sprint.
1: Yeah, and you're not going to keep running. You can easily stop, right? This yeah, is not like course. Isaac Newton, an object in motion, stays in motion. Like, you have control over your body. You can do whatever you want. So, the Irish whip itself is... it's. It gets a pass because it's so common. It's in every match, pretty much.
0: Right. I can't I mean, remember the last time I saw a match that didn't have an Irish
1: whip. Right. You, and I'm being honest. It's it's um, it's so goofy if you actually think about it. Um,
0: I, th- I, I, You know what? Irish <laughs> whip almost made my list, but I talked myself into justifying it.
1: Yeah? Yeah. I, I like it. Well, you know what I like? <laughs> it gets even sillier when the move doesn't happen on the first pass. And then you just keep running back. Why would you him. keep running? <laughs> <laughs> okay, he missed you. Yeah. Stop running. Yeah, yeah, just both like, and then they start crisscrossing each other and stuff. Oh, and the like, fucking crisscross. <laughs> <laughs> or oh, how about just putting your head down? There's a lot of matches, uh, a lot of moves, excuse me, that you could put on this list. Like when the guy, the Irish whips somebody, and then he just The backdrop. Yeah. But then he just, Why would you ever
0: put your head down if right. somebody's running at you full speed?
1: Right, right. Or stay there like waiting for them, yeah. so that gold dust can like just slide under you and punch you in the face, like <laughs> the fucking backdrop. The, the Irish whip. The Irish nothing whip. Nothing against the Irish, who I love very much. You see,
0: that's a good one. That makes me very happy. My number two. See, now I'm trying to figure out what what do I want. You know what? No, my number one is going to become my number two. I'm wow. going gonna, gonna to flip them. Wow, okay. My number one, which I believe was your number four or five? five. Your number five, I titled, Just Move, Damn It! <laughs> Jerry talked about it. It make, it triggers. Jerry, it triggers everybody. Basically, if one or more wrestlers is on the outside of the ring, and another wrestler either takes a running start or climbs to the top rope, they all stand up and just wait. Mm-hmm. And I'll just let me catch you and then fall down.
1: Yeah, and let's bunch up together. Yeah.
0: Too. Just move, damn it. <laughs> it. was That was my number one, but I think my number two is better than my number one. Wow, so just weird. move, damn it, is now my number two.
1: Just move it to number two. Wow. Just move, damn it. Yeah. Stop catching people. Right, right. And You know, a lot of those spots, while impressive athletically for the person doing the moonsault or whatever they're doing. Um, the splash it's just it looks goofy it it's just, terrible it, it, it's it's uh, something that they should probably retire yes yeah You
0: yep. can hate it when the recently quit Dean Ambrose takes a running start move
1: yeah Christ right. on a bike right this, this is one of like, my
0: favorite sli- slogan on. Christ on a bike
1: this isn't like that dream where you like can't move you know you're not stuck in your scenario. you're not in quicksand <laughs> right Move right. or duck. Right. Move. That's a good one. It's a great one. Fuck. All right. My number two is. I swear to God, if it's my number one, I'm going to slap you. I'm going to blow you up twice. Number two. <laughs> the way I phrase it is matches ending right on time. Okay,
0: good. Uh, no, that's a good one. No, I didn't have that.
1: So. Please continue. Right. So, Monday Night Raw ends at 11 now. It doesn't extend anymore, by the way, for those who are not watching it religiously. Um, and it's live. Yep. So, you know at 10.57, if the match is still going, it has a maximum of three minutes left.
0: That's a great point. And, I, I thought about this one. I'd yeah. Long and
1: had. Right. And they have more leeway on pay-per-views, obviously, like we saw and went on too long on the the on uh, Royal Rumble. But... Um, the fact that no match ever ends on a commercial break. Yep. By the way, <laughs> um,
0: they should do that once yeah. or twice just to keep us guessing.
1: They should, especially if it's a match nobody gives a shit about, like if right. Apollo Cruz is taking on uh, Titus O'Neil, like
0: or transgender, transgender.
1: Let him finish and be like, "Oh, mm-hmm. look! Here's what happened while we were up while we were showing Skittles commercials." Right. Fruity, 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 delicious <laughs> Skittles.
0: Wow, uh, King, I uh, I love the blue Skittles. <laughs> now I actually I like Skittles, so, but but they replaced the lime with green apple King, and I don't like green apple.
1: <laughs> but I'll say that the fact that they're pretty consistent on the timing made me think like one of these title matches on on uh, Royal Rumble was going to go like two minutes. Yeah, I thought they were going to cut a, weight, a lot of time out. Um, especially if they were limited by pay-per-view rules. Like, uh...
0: Oh, well, back like in the All day, in was, when they had a hard out. Right? yeah,
1: All In had to cut their matches short. because That's right. Because so, Marty went, whoop, whoop. Right, right. So anyway... Uh, I've got a fix for that, though. Yeah?
0: They've got the fucking network. Right. Yeah. Oh, fans, we're running out of time. Tune into the WWE Network to see how this match ends.
1: They could do that. They could you do know? that. I think that would, um... Um. Yeah.
0: Make the network more special. Yep. You're paying for it. You get some exclusive content after Raw goes off the air. Yeah. You're not fight. You're not fucking with the uh, sponsors because they've already got the. You know the show's over, so their commercial money's been invested already. Yeah. Don't do it every week. But yeah. But every once you in a while. Off the TV
1: network. Yeah. Right? But
0: every once in a while. But if they're like, Hey, USA, you used to let us go till 11-12 right. if we wanted to. Uh-huh. Now we have a hard out at eleven. People who don't get our people who, you know, every once in a while, we're gonna we're gonna favor our network a little bit, and the end of the show is gonna be on the network. And sorry, until you give us back the overrun, they
1: promote the hell out of the network during the show anyway, and they're like, oh, the Edge and Christian show is next, or whatever it is. Like,
0: like I get you don't want to do it, you know, tune into the network during commercials because then you're fucking with network money. Right. You don't want to do that. Right. But yeah. Oh my God, you know. Vince McMahon has more to say, or you know, yeah. Seth Rollins has an announcement. We're out of time. Tune into the network right now right. and and see what he's got to say.
1: Right. So Yeah. So that makes it even sillier then that everything ends at ten fifty nine and thirty seconds.
0: Yeah, you're you're right on the money with that one. Um, before we get into our number ones, it's honorable mention time. Yeah. Um, and listener feedback. You know, I said what Choi said and Trembley said. Team Steve uh, uh, called in or wrote in with hulking up, which I think is a great one. <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's a good one.
0: Um, do you want to go, how many honorable mentions do you have?
1: Because I have a uh, ton. I only have uh, three. Okay, four. hit me. Um, I got a lot of them. So. Okay, I'll, I'll do them quickly. Uh, I know this one's on Jerry's list for sure. It might even be his number one. But the big guy, constantly losing, small guy as champ. Um,
0: I had big guys that do not dominate as an honorable mention. Right.
1: So, I mean, main Mysterio is the champ. Big Show, barely ever the champ type thing. I took it off my list because, you know, in real life sometimes smaller guys beat up bigger yeah. guys. Like, but I, I get it. Um, another pet peeve of mine that almost made my list, I took it off, was the finishing move kick out over and over again now. yeah, that becomes that's a good one. I didn't have
0: that, but that's a good one. Yeah,
1: I mean, it's not a finishing move anymore. And then an ode to one of my favorite moves, but it's so stupid, the slingshot. The fact that you can try to propel another human being by his calves and throw him... It doesn't
0: make sense to me. The physics of that still doesn't... (laughs) Again, I'm 34. I don't understand how someone can hold me by my ankles upside down, drop to their back, and that's suddenly going to propel me into the air.
1: Right. Like,
0: I still don't get how it works, and I'm 34 going on 35.
1: That's because it does not work, and hence an honorable mention. Okay, good. I don't (laughs) get it. Um, Not to bring Isaac Newton into this, but... Uh,
0: All right, so before I get to my honorable mentions, here's Jerry's list. I delayed as long as I could. Yeah. Um, the slow crawl up the ladder in ladder matches, waiting to get knocked off, Mm -hmm. which I covered. Um, he wrote Sean as a wrestler. I think he meant Shane.
1: Oh, okay. Um, clearing monitors.
0: (laughs) Well, he wrote S E A N, so unless he's talking about Sean Mooney, I I (laughs) think he means Shane McMahon. Yeah, I get it. Um, clearing monitors. Yep. Triple H's sledgehammer, which is a good one.
1: That is a good one. Um, Doesn't actually ever hit.
0: Banging into corner for spring, which Neville was guilty of. Like, yeah. Running up, running, like kicking yourself off the corner yeah. to get like a running yeah, start. Yeah, hurt. Um, catching a high flyer. Mm-hmm. Head kick. I don't know what that means. He's, I wish he was here so he could explain this to me.
1: <laughs> I get, I think what he means by that is if somebody kicked you in the head, it would knock you completely ground. Okay. It might kill you, right? And that's mean, a good point, yep. Yeah. So,
0: um, tag match partner on outside of ring standing waiting to get hit.
1: Yeah, like when I I wish
0: he was here because I
1: I know what he means by that, though. Like, so, so say you get the hot tag as the face, and he comes in hot, so it's night heart. He comes, oh, and he hits the other opponent. Okay, the other guy just sits there and just takes a shot to the face.
0: Waiting for the 619. He must have been watching SmackDown when he did this.
1: Um, There's a lot of those. The 619 is pretty egregious. Ambrose
0: right? drops halfway through the ropes, which he did on Raw. So, yeah, he definitely did this while watching Raw on yeah. SmackDown this week. Waiting, I like that one. waiting for a fly- high flyer to hit somebody. That
1: sounds similar, but, to, the
0: similar other one. to the other <laughs> one. And then the cruiserweight synchronized swim moves, which I get. Like, yeah. that you hold me, you flip over me, I'll stand up, I'll duck...
1: Yeah, you know, it's over. The, the exactly.
0: shit Raven calls like the duck and elbow, duck a clothesline. Mm-hmm. That that shit. Mm-hmm. Um, the absence of blood is unrealistic. Sure, I mean I'll give. Them, I mean I'll kind of give them that one, but right. not so Just much. If
1: you're really punching people in the face repeatedly. You're gonna knock them out. Yeah, <laughs> you
0: know. Um, and then my honorable mentions before we get to our number ones. Uh, the lack of a difference between no DQ, street fight, extreme rules, and no holds barred, which I mentioned certainly, earlier. Certainly. Big guys that do not dominate. Um, yep. I wrote this as here comes a chair, hands up. Yep. But I mean the fact that people who get mad at that makes no sense to me. Right. If I swung anything at your face, your right. first instinct would be to put your hands up. doesn't make you a pussy. It makes right. you somebody with a brain. Right. Um, the whole concept that Samoans have metal in their skulls, like headbutts and shots to the head don't hurt Samoans. Think about it. Yeah. That still exists today. Yeah, sure. um, If a submission move hurts so bad, like if it's supposed to hurt as bad as it does, how can they crawl to the ropes? Mm-hmm. Right. Like if you're in that much pain, you shouldn't be able to go anywhere. Right. Um, yeah, that's a good one. What does it matter to a referee that a manager jumped up on the apron? Like just keep counting your pin. Right.
1: Like he didn't get in the ring. Just right. keep counting. Right. Right.
0: Um, it's not on my list, but I just thought of it as an extra honorable mention tied to how much referees suck. If an opponent jumps on top of the two guys, keep counting the pin. If his shoulders are still on the mat, you keep counting the pin unless the guy gets off of him.
1: Right, right, right.
0: Um, Handful of tights has never made sense to me. If if I'm pulling on your trunks, aren't I just going to like, isn't like science just going to be like, that Give you more momentum to be like pulled on top of me?
1: Yeah. That's um, I never thought of that. The
0: tables thing we talked about. Yep. Um, you're fired! Here's a ticket. Like, they did, yeah. like a wrestler gets fired, somehow is able to afford a ringside, like, get his hands on a ringside seat to a sold-out show,
1: mm-hmm.
0: interferes, right. and doesn't get arrested. Right. No, he's rewarded with getting his job back. Right. Um,
1: If somebody's fired, they're not on the show. Right. That's how you know they're actually fired.
0: I'm going to circle my last honorable mention because the more I talk, I don't want to blow up your list.
1: Yeah.
0: Is that? Okay.
1: Nope.
0: What are the rules to the Royal Rumble? (laughs) Can you eliminate yourself or not? Like, 1989, Jake ran in with Damien. Andre went over the top rope and was eliminated even though nobody touched him. Right. 92, Macho jumped over the ropes after eliminating Jake to beat him up more. Undertaker just threw him back in the ring. It's like, ah, you're still in there. Right. Is outside interference okay? Like, 93, Giant Gonzalez appears, eliminates the Undertaker, even though he's not legally in the match. Mm -hmm. Now, my final point on my um, honorable mentions is, if Zach Gowan got in the Royal Rumble, could he be eliminated? (laughs) I'm not trying to be cruel, but the dude had one leg.
1: They would probably have to modify the rules. To
0: All of your feet must hit the floor. Yeah. Like, the Texas Tornado technically had one foot. Right, right. But he wore two boots. So, like, yeah. I mean, I know he's dead now, so it's different, but mm-hmm. technically, 1992, he wasn't eliminated from the Rumble. Yeah. I, you know what? I'm sorry. No, because they only made that a specific rule in 95 with HBK right. and the one foot thing. That's right. So, Tornado would have been gone. But Changing Zach Gowen had, had one leg. Yeah. If he ever entered the Rumble, he couldn't be eliminated. Because yeah. both feet must hit the floor, or they—they they, I think they say two feet must hit the floor. Yeah, but he's only yeah, got because, one.
1: And, and it wasn't like it's not like the NFL where like another body part counts as a foot because we saw that with Kofi. Kofi right. was on his back. At right. The Rumble, and you know
0: we're, we're going to have to have the, the Zach Gowen rule, aka the Des Bryant rule. What defines hit the floor? Right. right. In lieu of one, you know, is it two feet or a shoulder or an elbow? Yeah. You know.
1: Yeah, the lack of consistency with self elimination and interference is is the most annoying to me. And
0: and like, if you don't get in the ring, is there is there a ten count? Like your buzzer goes off. Do you have until the next guy gets in? So they need to clean up the Royal Rumble rules. But believe it or not, all that bitching is just honorable mentions. (laughs) Time for our number ones.
1: Number one.
0: My number one is
1: off the top
0: rope. What a maneuver! Sometimes. Interesting. Why in the world does a top rope dropkick only hurt you if you miss? After you hit the guy in the face with your feet, you're still falling to the ground at the same um, height and velocity. Yeah. Make or miss, but it only hurts if the guy moves. Yep. Um, why does it, that top rope super falcon arrow that Seth Rollins do only ever affect the opponent? Yeah, the super fle- the superplex never affects the guy that did. And here's a new word I've coined that I'm yep. very proud of. Never affects the guy that did the plexing. <laughs> Any reversal where a guy gets thrown, flipped, tossed, plexed, etc. The opponent yep. lands on their feet. They never like stagger, twist yep. an ankle. Like, I'm 6'3", 197, I'm in okay shape. Uh If I, like, jump off my stepladder, which is, like, two feet off the ground, Uh like, my knees buckle a little bit. Right. Because I'm heavy, and, like, that's just the way the world works. Yeah. But no, these, like, NXT TakeOver, Ricochet, they're standing on the top rope, and he got flipped over Johnny Gargano's head, so that's at least... I want to say, all, you know, total height combined, that's at least 20 feet in the air. Wow. Because he's standing on the top rope, Gargano's yeah. holding him, and he throws him over his head. Right. So, like, on the top rope, body on top of body, ma- you know, your maximum height of the feet. Mm-hmm. He landed on his feet like it was no big deal.
1: Huh.
0: Like, you got to buckle at some right, point. Like, right. none of this hurts you if you're on offense. Right. Like, okay, you hit the frog splash. You land her on your knees too. Right. Your knees should hurt.
1: Right, right.
0: RVD's the only guy I've ever seen sell landing an offensive maneuver.
1: Right, yeah. Him and um, oh my god, who was like in the core or the the guy Justin Gabriel? Oh yeah, he would like hold his stomach <laughs> yeah. even
0: after he hit the Ford fifty. So yeah. yeah, it was Justin Gabriel. Good call.
1: Yeah, but you're you're dead on because. Um, you're
0: still landing on your back when you hit a superplex
1: right it still hurts Flying elbow drop if you do that enough times like that really hurts your hip like li- like shoot hurts your hip right and, and
0: let's not even talk about the flying headbutt yeah yeah we we know what happens oh, if goodness. you do that too many times unfortunately yeah. yeah
1: so um it's a great one it really is um all right cool Well, my number one, and I could have... I said before we started recording, my five through one I could have interchanged. um, You know, it's so subjective. Right. But I just call it the late run-in. And we saw an example of it, although the ref was knocked out in the Royal Rumble. This is my third piece that ties into the Brian-style This is
0: your fuck AJ versus Daniel (laughs) memorial list, I think.
1: Right. So... Basically, you can have a match. So say um, it's me versus you, and Pete really wants you to win, right? Which, naturally, we're both HBK fans.
0: Hashtag fuck Bret Hart. Right,
1: especially if it's no DQ or whatever it is. Because we just saw this with Braun Strowman, um, by the way. You know, uh, Pete doesn't show up until 15 minutes into the match, where he could just pancake me. Right. Two seconds in with a steel chair as I'm walking down You've the... away got to wait for the ref to get knocked out, man. <laughs> right. Or if it's no dq I've seen it happen like that, too.
0: Well, it could be no DQ, no holds barred, street fight.
1: Right. Because right. apparently these are all the same thing. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Fuck. Come on, Vince.
1: So, like, you'll see, like, all these close near falls. The guy nearly loses. All this stuff. And all of a sudden, like, 20 minutes into the match, somebody will show up to interfere. Where... If you really are that tied into the outcome,
0: be out there from the show beginning. up.
1: Yeah. yeah, walk out two seconds in. The Hungry?
0: Why wait? Grab a Snickers. Right,
1: <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and it's just a sort of—I get it from a storytelling standpoint, but it's—it's um, it's just kind of goofy. I, I should have come up with more specific examples of it, but um, it has. No, i, all I the time.
0: you know, I no—it's—it's it's a perfect like. Money money in the bank notwithstanding, because that's all about seizing the moment, mm-hmm. it makes perfect sense. Like, why wait? If you're going to interfere, be there from the beginning and be like, right. fucker, I'm going to interfere. Like, right. jump him beforehand. Right. Because like I said with my um, number five, if you do it before the match, it's going to hurt more anyways.
1: Right. Um, right, exactly. And, and, I mean, Rowan comes out... And the ref hadn't been knocked out yet. He just walks down to the ring, so he could have
0: done that twenty minutes before. Yeah. You know? So that that's the you know that's a very good point. That's another part of the storytelling that really made it dumb. Like mm-hmm. have him jump. Ref goes out. Have him jump the railing and run in. Right. Like have it be a true run in.
1: Right.
0: Oh, the ref woke up. Oh, there's that guy that's been there the whole time. More referees. God damn it. Yeah. There's that guy that wasn't there earlier. Right. Oh, now the the opponent's knocked out. And yeah. Hmm, I wonder what happened there.
1: Yeah. That's a great point. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's it's a shame. Um, I know Jerry was tied up tonight um, because I think he would have enjoyed this very much.
0: He would have done so much. He would have yelled at me and called me <laughs> stupid and be like, what? <laughs> what?
1: <laughs> How? <laughs> Please. No, wow. he likes... I don't think he would have disagreed with any of these. I think this Oh, is, yeah, because
0: we're talking about what's bad about wrestling.
1: Yeah, he likes to... Any chance he gets, he likes to to rip from wrestling. I I want to <laughs> put him
0: and Trembley in a tag team. Um, just just the trolls because that's what yeah. they are. It's like oh yeah, Chris and Justin latched onto something they like. Let me tell you why it's bad. Right,
1: let me tell you why it sucks. Uh, let me tell you why Yokozuna sucks because he was that.
0: <laughs> yeah, the Musica Mahler wrote in. You know he wishes he could have been here. Yeah. Um he had real world things to take care of because he's a more responsible adult than the two of us today. (laughs) It happens. Um, So let's, you know, to recap, uh, my number 10, where'd it go? Uh, My number 10, do wrestlers watch anyone else's matches? Do some goddamn scouting. Number nine, on the concrete floor. How does it hurt more than in the ring when there's padding? Number eight, one day at a time. What happened yesterday doesn't matter. I'm fine today. Number seven, number seven, Cage match rules. What's the point? Why escape like a pussy? Number six, referees. What are they good for? Absolutely nothing. Uh, Number five, it was a sneak attack. Good God almighty. Number four, wait, the cameras were rolling? Number three, (laughs) ladder match physics. Number two, somebody catch me or just move, damn it. And my number one, off the top rope, what a maneuver. Yeah. Sometimes.
1: (laughs) I like this one because we had um, we got to cover a lot, and I think we really did a service to the uh, least believable pieces of suspending our disbelief. Yeah. So,
0: if we can get by these thirty-eight things that we mentioned combined, <laughs> wrestling's a whole lot of fun to watch.
1: <laughs> well, it, it actually is well time. Before I get into my number, for my recapping my ten, um, what I should have said at the beginning is. What makes wrestling great is when you buy into it. And and somebody said to me once before, you know, why was Austin so great? Um, what? And I'm like, it's because you believed. It's a, he was that compelling and that good. Yeah. And it, it's a huge part of wrestling. So, as much fun as we've had with this and as much as we've talked about the God of Hellfire complaining about it, 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 it ties into the business. Like the NWO seemed pretty legit. It was a group of guys that said, Fuck this! Like we're taking over. It was it was believable, you know. Um, Especially, and I think of it, you know, post when you know when we're in our teens and later when we're we're wise to it. It, What when we know the scores, I like to say, right? What keeps us involved, you know? And it's got to be somewhat believable. So, with that said, my number ten the Steve Blackman face or no emotion or selling or working your gimmick in the ring uh, or not even caring that you're in a fight right right number nine guy being away for a while is suddenly stronger when he comes back a la Rowan slamming Styles number eight removing the TV monitors from the announce table
0: That's the Jerry Parcell memorial. I was going to say memorial. He's still (laughs) doing great. this whole. That's
1: the Jerry Parcell uh, reason for doing this episode. Right. Number seven, the back rake, a.k.a. moves that don't even look like they hurt. Number six, the camera, sometimes knowing it's there, sometimes not. Number five, the crowd gathering to take the splash slash moonsault bump. Number four, the powdering, selective waiting, and fatal four-way, triple threats, things like that. Number three, the silliest move in wrestling, the Irish Whip. Number two, matches ending right on time on network TV. And number one, the late run-in.
0: We came up with some wonderful (laughs) bad wrestling tropes today. Right. Makes me so happy to talk. And this is really like a worst of Mm -hmm. list. We said top ten, but this is really a worst of list because we talked about the bad. Yeah. Um, Next week is episode 24. Like I said eleven times today, we're on the road to WrestleMania.
1: <laughs> um, we pointed the family portrait. Yeah, you know,
0: I came up with a few. Di- I, I threw around a couple different ideas. I teased it with you, uh, you and the boys today. Um, but what I think we're gonna go with next week, because of the RTW, um, we're gonna do the top ten. And again, yeah, this is pre-show excluded. So actual like. Don't steal this shit. Mm-hmm. You know, um, top ten WrestleMania openers. Nice. Um, I nice. already know what my number one is unequivocally. Okay. And I'm going to have to work backwards from that. Okay. There's some, there's some garbage ones in there. Yeah. You know, there's your Tito's versus the Executioner. Um, oh, yeah. Wow. But I, I, know what, I know what my number one is. Okay. And i got going to work backwards from there.
1: Okay. That's a good one. And I think
0: I know what your number one is. Like, if no. I'm just, if I'm shooting from the hip. Okay. I'd have um, to really
1: go back and look at them, because I, uh, um, you know, um, it, it's... I mean, again,
0: I could do some research and be like, oh, wait, no, this isn't my number one, yeah. but right yeah. now, it's that.
1: Yeah, that's, um, yeah. Yeah, and, and you don't think about the ones, usually it's an opener like a heater. It's not usually, right. like, the double match thing is uh, Well,
0: here, here's how I can make it really silly for you. Again, all I have on the computer right now is the recording time, and we're at two hours and three minutes. Mm-hmm. WrestleMania One: Tito versus Executioner. WrestleMania Two: Morocco versus Paul Orndorff. WrestleMania Three: Morocco and Orton <laughs> against the Can-Am Connection. WrestleMania Four: Bad News Brown with twenty-man Battle Royal. WrestleMania Five: Hercules defeats Dino Bravo. King Haku. King Haku yes, thank you. Um, WrestleMania Six. Oh, I don't know the opener WrestleMania 6. WrestleMania 7, Rockers versus Haku and the Barbarian. WrestleMania 8, Shawn Michaels versus Tito Santana. WrestleMania 9, Shawn Michaels versus Tatanka. WrestleMania 10, not gonna say it. WrestleMania 11, (laughs) The Allied Powers versus Jacob and Eli Blue. Um, So, yeah, that's all just off of memory. WrestleMania 12, Yokozuna. Jake Roberts and Ahmed Johnson against Vader, Owen Hart, and the British Bulldog. WrestleMania 13: wow. Fatal Fourway for the Tag Team Championships, featuring the Godwins, Furnas, and LaFon, the New Blackjacks, and the Headbangers. WrestleMania 14. I swear to God, this is off of memory. He's
1: looking at me in the eye, folks. and you can look he's at not, the
0: computer. There's nothing on there. He's not WrestleMania 14: LOD and a 15, a 14 Tag Team Battle Royal. Wow. WrestleMania 15. Um, Jeff Jarrett and Owen Hart against D'Lo Brown and Test. I want to say. It was really weird. 16, I think, was Godfather and D'Lo Brown against Big Boss Man and Bull Buchanan. 17 was Jericho versus Regal. 18 was RVD versus Regal. 19 was Matt Hardy versus Rey Mysterio. 20 was John Cena versus The Big Show. 21 was Eddie Guerrero versus Rey Mysterio. Twenty-two, I don't recall. Twenty-three and twenty-four, I think we're both money in the bank. Twenty-five, wow. I give up now. Wow. That's that's all that off was of memory, still pretty folks. Pretty impressive, but I,
1: I mean, you really couldn't remember WrestleMania six, Rick Martel beating Coco. Beacon. I knew it was Rick Martel.
0: <laughs> I swear to God, I was going to say Rick Martel.
1: Wow, um, that was uh, of all your. Um, I don't want to call it useless knowledge. Of all your. Brain space taking up on wrestling. That was probably the most impressive. So, off the cuff,
0: Big Show opens 20. Oh, so Big Show opened 22. So that means it was Big Show and Kane against Carlito and Chris Masters. Oh, yeah. Um, Big Show opened 26. That was Big Show and Miz mm-hmm. defending the tag titles against somebody. Um,
1: Damn. Yeah. That was pretty impressive. This is what I do. Hey. <laughs> If you're going to do something, do it right. Do it yeah. well.
0: Edge was in Money in the Bank in 23. Um, oh, wow. Rollins and Reigns opened 29. So that was the Shield against Orton, Big Show, and Sheamus. Hmm. Yeah, I'm not going to try to name any more.
1: Yeah. Well, it seems like I have some research to do. Well, you can, you can cross off a few.
0: I mean, number, I think, again, okay. So this, right now, this is number one. When I wa- I'm going to go back and watch some matches, but yeah. I think this is going to be my number one. Yeah. Um I mean Owen and Bret at WrestleMania 10 was phenomenal. Right. But
1: right. that Money in the Bank though, I mean uh, some of these are um maybe um I liked when they had Money in the Bank at WrestleMania. Yeah,
0: I did awesome. too. I wish they would go back to that. Yeah. Um but you know there's there's a lot of real good openers. You know Triple H and Daniel Bryan at WrestleMania yep. 30 was yep. really good. So there's going to be I'm going to Especially gonna... in the
1: later years these cards are so stacked that like you, you know you're not going to get Coco versus right. Rick Martel, and I love both those guys. Yeah. But, Everything's
0: an opener at that point. Right. Um, right. So we will, uh, we will see. And that we is going to so. do it for us this week. I want to thank you all for listening, subscribing, downloading, participating. For those of you who have, have participated, um, for all of you who are rooting for the Patriots this weekend in the Super Bowl, Good for you. Yeah. For all of you who are not, go
1: fuck yourself. <laughs> for everyone that was in the Royal Rumble contest. Oh, yes. All I, I hope you enjoyed it. That was one of the most fun things I think we've done. Um, congratulations to yeah. Andrew and Briglio and, and to Alex uh, Vasquez, Alex Vasquez um, um, a friend Rumble. of
0: mine from Salem State, and he also works um, at UMass with yeah. um, the, the one of the good brothers of right. the show, Mike Parcella. Um, you know, I to that end, I want to thank everybody that really supports the show because we do get a lot of people that you know jump in and and give us feedback and you know are listening. We're we're tr- we're not pro wrestlers, obviously, so we're not in the business. We're trying to build something, but you know, Scott Favreau, Lisa Perry, Matt uh, Macahern, is that how McAhern. you say it? McAhern. Sean Walsh, Brian Shea, James Moore, aka DJ Pull. Up. Um, Brian Fredrickson, the man who uh, is so cool, Tripp McNeely signed his high school yearbook, Kyle Ritchie, Colin Sloan, Andrew Mbriglio, Bobby Silva, Stephen Montgomery, the god of hellfire, Gerard Parcella, Mike Parcell, Michael Merrigan, Eric John, Dustin Perry, Dan Fratelli, John Sonelli, the Musica Mahler, Peter Carapastis, I, I've known him for like 20 years, I still can't say his last <laughs> name right, Team Steve Souza, Matt McCarthy, Alex Vasquez, Mike Kaminsky, Louis Cameron... Mark Shea, Caitlin Mowbray, Jason Wedge, Evan Walsh, and the man that Gravity remembered, John Tremblay, yeah. thank you to the 30 of you for participating, you know, all of you who um, like our page on Facebook, even if you're not listening to the show, you're supporting us, um, you know, Nick Lucier, one of my good metal friends, you know, we go to concerts together, um, you know, Dan Dilling, Matt, um, Tim Green, Joyce, Jen Migliosi, you know, we we really support the, you know... We really support. We really appreciate the support um, from all of you because you know we're we're not making money off of this. You know we're spending money to do this show, but it's a lot of fun. And um, you know, a year ago when you sent me that list, and I was like, oh, I've got somebody to rebuild (laughs) to bring the show back with. Yeah, Um, yeah. It's been a lot of fun. So I, you know, not to get sentimental, but every once in a while I got to do that, and I appreciate everybody who. In one way or another, has been supportive and you know helping us be in the little engine that could, just growing our show a little bit at a time.
1: Right, and uh, ditto. Uh, um, and you know we're almost at twenty-five episodes. Right. Do we put out the the Recola bugle on the Bret Hart vs. Shawn Michaels episode? Epic-
0: episode twenty-five might have to be. Fight. Yeah, that's gonna it's it's gonna be a, a situation where we're gonna to have to get a bunch of people together. Mm. Um, you know, I know Fredrickson, We gotta. You need to have one ally, so yeah. we need to get Fredrickson in there. <laughs> I need to get my brother in because if there's if it's possible to have a bigger Shawn Michaels fan in this world
1: really? than
0: than I, because um, I because I lean hard with uh, with Punk as well. Right, right. M- you know, Michael. Michael, you know, loves HBK. Yeah. I mean, I as much as I do, obviously. I mean, we, we went to a road show down on the seaport in Boston yeah. just because Michaels was there. We paid admission to a car show. We were like, <laughs> fuck these cars. Where's the Shawn Michaels line? Um, and that's the picture yeah. that you see on um, the front of our Facebook page. Yeah. My beard's actually more ridiculous than his is in the picture, but... Um,
1: it sounds like we have a topic for dinner, my friend. We'll have to figure out that plan. we, we got to find sort of in the mix, so let's uh, Yeah, I mean
0: it's too far away from WrestleMania yeah. to to do that, but mm-hmm. um right. yeah, right. if I can get if I can get the, the right people together. Maybe episode twenty four will be that one. You know, it will all depend on timing and when yeah. we can get those people together to yeah. to sit down and have the great debate. No no you no. and Brian and who else I don't know versus the rest of the world.
1: Maddie McEchron might help me out, but if we pick a Sunday once once football is over and people are going yeah. to tears on a Sunday afternoon, um, we can have maybe a- maybe
0: elimination chamber Sunday. We can get a group together yeah. and you know record you know mute elimination chamber and during the crappy matches yeah. record it. Um, yeah, you know Matt McCarthy. I think he rolls hard with Brett. You know you'll definitely have Fredrickson. Yeah, um, Trembley sounds like he could go either way depending on who he He's wants to Michael piss guy. off that day.
1: He's a Michael. Okay, guy. good.
0: I know Pete is.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Look at that. Well, if we're talking pure weight, I'm going to have the advantage. <laughs> <laughs> I'm no slouch myself, you know. Yeah. Depending on the day, I, I top over 200 sometimes. So,
1: yeah, hey. no, I. Uh,
0: we'll be the twin towers, and you'll be the rockers. Right?
1: Yeah, but it'll be fun and it's been a fun run and it's only going to get better
0: yeah we're not going anywhere this sounds like i'm giving a eulogy i just it's been a year almost you know we do an episode every two weeks we're coming up on 26 26 times two is 52 52 weeks in a year math um so you know just closing out the show i just wanted to say thank you for all the support and you know i'm glad that you know when when you sent me that list i I just ran an idea by you and Yeah, you were ready, willing, and gable, as they say, (laughs) to uh, to start having fun, just talking about old school wrestling.
1: Right, and it's been it's been a lot of fun. It's been uh, there's a lot to set there's a lot to say about creating content. It's it's actually more difficult than you think. And as the bushwhackers would say, tell your mother, tell your friends about ten count wrestling.
0: Yeah, (laughs) if you know again, if you know anybody that just likes wrestling a little bit, let them know. We're out here again. We're not making money off of this. We don't have thousands of Twitter followers. We don't have a pro wrestling tease website. Mm-hmm. We're just two guys that love talking about wrestling with our friends, you know. We we've, we've been buddies for Christ, you know, going on eight almost 20 years, yeah. you know. We met when we were seniors in high school yeah. just about so 0102. So, we're just yep. two guys that love talking wrestling and we we genuinely put out you know i i tweet and i you know we do the facebook page looking for feedback cuz we genuinely enjoy talking about wrestling with whoever yeah. will have the conversation i'll talk your ear off way too much about it <laughs> and i'll be like like i just you know demonstrated with that openers thing that i did like you be like oh i really like that like do you think that was cool Wait till you see this, and then I'll catch you in a thirty-minute conversation about (laughs) some match that CM Punk had at a gymnasium in Fitchburg seventeen years ago. But
1: but I'm like, it was the greatest thing ever. Yep. And if you want to be on the show,
0: if you want to be on the show, let us know. We we love having guest hosts on the show. It breaks up the monotony of our two voices every (laughs) once in a while. When we have Pete on, we get some you know real serious discussion. When we have John on, we laugh and I get pissed off. Because he says things like "Rick Flair is one of the worst champions of all time," and when the God of Hellfire is on, he just yells. Yeah. And then Team Steve has been on the show, and he brings great, you know, great content to Team the conversation. Team
1: Steve is the best research one, I think, so far. He did
0: some deep research. You know, I'm looking forward to having guys like Dustin on the show because yep. you know, yep. Dustin's one of those guys that. I texted him about. It. He goes, wow, I haven't been watching lately. I go, we talk about old stuff. He's like, fucking a, I'm in. Yeah. So maybe you know, maybe top ten WrestleMania openers is when he can go back and yeah. watch some old Manias and get in. But the great debate's coming. Yeah. Um,
1: I'm digging
0: it. And we're just gonna run circles around you. We're, we're gonna. <laughs> we're gonna. Oh, we have to
1: frame what it even is because we, uh, we'll talk about it. Because
0: I mean, I'll lose people when I say Montreal was a work because yeah. I still believe that. But That's who's fun. bet again? We've been, we've been rambling on this part of it for about 15 minutes now, but the great debate is who's better, Bret Hart or Shawn Michaels? It's not a who is right or who is wrong, right. you know, in any of their fights or Montreal. It's who's better, right. Bret Hart or Shawn Michaels. So we'll leave you with that. Once again, thank you. Next week, top, or next, not next week, but in two weeks, next episode, top 10 WrestleMania opening matches. Enjoy the Super Bowl. I am the man that got expelled from the old school Chris Parcella. He is the 10th wonder of the world, Justin Strem. We'll see you next time. Go Pats. Go Pats. Fuck the Rams. I uh, forgot my horse.
1: It was a conspiracy.
0: God damn it. We're trying to end the show and you talk about horses.
1: I didn't even get it right.
0: It was a conspiracy. You're goddamn right it was. We'll see you next time. Hey guys, Chris here. Um, one last thing on the thank yous because when we hit when we stopped recording, I, you know, Justin brought up a very good point. We also got to thank, you know, Andrew Choi who contributes to the show, you know, from time to time. And a real big special thank you to Jason Santos. Jay's an awesome guy who created our logo, that awesome 10 count wrestling podcast logo. You know, I did I did a sketch a couple years ago when I was doing, you know, doing the solo and it looked like shit, but I was just like, this is just the basic concept I'm looking for. And he ran with that. I mean, I think it's beautiful. You know, I know I'm biased because it's it's our show, but... um, It's
1: crucial to get on iTunes, by the way, too. It's got to fit.
0: Yeah, it's got to fit a certain criteria. And I was just like, can you help me? And they rejected it a couple of times. But Jay, you know, Jay stuck with me. He, you know, I, you know... Jay and I have been friends for a very long time, and he didn't ask for a cent. You know, he never asked for a thank you or credit or anything like that. He just did it out of the kindness of his heart. You know, that's the kind of person he is. So, you know, um, you know, I would, I would have been remiss if we're thanking all the people that have helped us out doing the show, over, you know, over the last year, if we didn't thank Jay. So, Jay, you are the man. Um, I got to have you on the show soon. I know I bust your balls all the time. You gave me plenty of opportunities during the rumble to bust your balls. But you never get mad about it and I love you and you made this, you know, you made this logo possible and which makes the show possible. So thank
1: you Jason Santos.